felt good about myself the other day. Got a glass of water, no straw. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was hilarious is uh, when I was down at uh, New Orleans last weekend, my buddies who are originally from Pittsburgh and they live in California now, and uh, someone asked me for like, do you want a straw? And I go, no. I go, you know, it's a big thing going on in Pittsburgh right now. I don't want you to wear to use straws. They go, dunce. It's a big thing that's been going on everywhere else for the last yeah. five years. And I was like, well, well it just got to Pittsburgh, we're okay? a little behind. We're not using okay. straws now. Give us a pat on the back. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's five minutes after six at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. Center 11. It's 64 degrees at DVE. I'm Val Porter. State police say hundreds of protesters shut down a portion of the Parkway East last night. That group was demonstrating against the shooting death of 17-year-old Antoine Rose, who was shot by an East Pittsburgh police officer earlier this week. That protest shut down the roadway for nearly six hours last evening and into the overnight till about two. 30 this morning. By all accounts, that protest was peaceful. And investigators are identifying the officer accused of shooting Antoine Rose. Officials say Michael Rosfeld was sworn in by East Pittsburgh police on Tuesday, just about one hour before that shooting. Rosfeld reportedly has seven years experience with other departments, with one of them being the University of Pittsburgh Police. CNN says former Trump campaign manager Corey Lewandowski is being dropped by the company that represents him. This comes after a Fox News interview in which Lewandowski mocked a 10-year-old child immigrant with Down syndrome who was separated from her family at the border. Lewandowski has refused to apologize for that comment. Womp womp. Unbelievable. I mean, when I heard him do that, I was like, well, what are you doing? We are really sinking to a new level of low. Do you guys realize you're on TV? And CNN had him on last night. He was on um, primetime Cuomo. I saw saw people tweeting out links. I was like, why are they booking him? Yeah. I guess they wanted to give him the chance to apologize, which he did not. Nope. Digging in. I stand by those comments. <laughs> what, the I stand, womp womp? Yeah, I stand behind my womp womp. Uh, we've heard of wearing your heart on your sleeve, but a Minnesota woman pretty much wore her guilt on her chest when she was arrested for drunk driving while wearing a T-shirt reading, Alcohol You Later. Uh, Catherine Marie Ludke ran her car into a ditch in the scenic town of Ham Lake. Police found her shoeless and wearing the t-shirt next to the vehicle she initially claimed she wasn't driving but then changed her story to say she borrowed the car from a relative she refused a breathalyzer saying her lawyer doesn't advocate for breath tests uh she eventually agreed to take one and blew more than double the legal limit that could land her some serious jail time given her three previous dui arrests look it's just a t-shirt val there's no hidden message all right (laughs) Uh, The father of fashion designer Kate Spade has died. Her family reports 89-year-old Earl Brosnahan passed away the night before her funeral, which is being held today in Kansas City, Missouri. He had been in failing health, and family members said he was just heartbroken over his daughter's recent death. Spade died on June 5th after committing suicide in her Park Avenue apartment. And Janet Jackson says she has suffered intense battles with depression. Pop superstar writing in the latest issue of Essence magazine, her depression was linked to a childhood inferiority complex 
and society's racism and sexism. The 52-year-old singer says her 30s were difficult years despite professional success and fame and wealth. Jackson says she was able to find her way through it. The younger sister of Michael says she's looking forward to performing next month at New York's Panorama, which is staged by the promoters of the Big Coachella Festival in California. Showers and thunderstorms possible today. Temperatures in the low 70s at 64 now at DVE. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford. Mike Pursuta coming in at the bottom of the hour taking care of sports this morning, as usual. And uh, Joe Rakicki, our producer, Randy's off today. We'll be joined by Sean Collier. He's going to review the new Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. A lot of huge movies out this year. Yeah, this is, I mean, summer blockbusters are back and bigger than ever. Yeah, I know that summer is a big time for the blockbusters, but Mm -hmm. it seems like this year is... It's like every every weekend. I was telling. I think I I said it yesterday. There's like six movies in the theater I want to see right now. Mm-hmm. Like Deadpool two. Oh Infinity yeah, I forgot War. about that one. Um, I did see Infinity War. Solo. Yeah, I probably won't see that one. Yeah, you haven't seen any of those. I've other seen. Ones. <laughs> I saw the first two Star Wars movies ever done star oh, wars and empire strikes back really? yeah not in real episode, time yes. like when they came out yes. <laughs> never went back no never even did return of the jedi well what was the second one empire strikes back yeah, that's uh, the best one. what's in what's return of the jedi return what's... of the jedi is the one with the ewoks i might and have seen the that one, one with um where leia's wearing that super slutty two-piece the gold when bikini she... i thought that was in the original no that's when she's uh, the slave of Jabba the Hutt. Uh, I might have seen that one, but I'm not yeah. sure. Um, so anyway. Have you seen the reboot of Jurassic World? The like, reboot? I mean, I guess, was it a continuation? Like, that's the thing. I, di- I don't know. I thought they were all sequels. I've never seen the one uh, with Christopher Pratt. Yeah, me either. Um, I saw a little bit of it on TV the other night, and I'm like, eh, I'm in the middle. I don't want to start watching it now. But I love Chris Pratt. I I do, too. Um, I don't know if I would describe it like that. But yes, <laughs> I do. I really Just, I like on, him Describe more. it like that. I love Chris Pratt. And you have to <laughs> like, look like up at the sky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I, the original Jurassic Park for me was Yeah, I was did it. see that. Like, I loved it. And then... I didn't ever need to see any other reimagination yeah. of it, continuation of it. It's like, yeah, the, I know that that project failed horribly. <laughs> so if you guys do it again, it's really like the second or third Taken they movie. Eight people. It's like, are you just a bad parent now, Liam Neeson? <laughs> like, how many times are your kids going to get taken before we start looking at you? How many yeah, times are like- they going to start a dinosaur island before they realize? This is not a good idea. Uh, so, yeah, Sean Call, you're going to be coming in to review that Stone Cold Killer in the DVE Coffee House. And uh, one week from today, DVE Comedy Fest. Bang. So, next Friday should be off the oh rails. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Uh, so, Comedy Fest main stage sold out. Uh, the Loaded Show is sold out at Arcade Comedy Theater. Yep. However, our podcasts on Saturday, still some tickets available for those. Uh, the podcast stage is going to be at the Rex on the south side. Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies podcast. That's going to be Saturday at 420. Uh, doors will open at 3. Tickets are 25 bucks. You can get them at dve.com. And then Burt Kreischer's Burt Cast, his live podcast, going to be that same day, 9 p.m. Doors will open at 8. You can get those tickets as well 
on the website at dve.com. So it should be a fun weekend. Oh, yeah. We got Bert to sleep over, so <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Is he staying at Randy's house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sleep over at Randy's. Yeah, sleep over. So that's all. Uh, next weekend, we got a lot of stuff coming up this morning, too. Uh, we'll tell you if you haven't heard about the Southside Summer Open. It's been announced. You can sign up for that. It's the DVE Morning Show. Show. Now, we talked yesterday about the fact that just picking up a hobby is a great way to kickstart your happiness. Okay. I don't know Depends why. on the hobby. I would think so, Plucking yeah. Plucking your eyebrows. <laughs> uh, that's a short-lived hobby. leads mm-hmm. to more unhappiness. <laughs> 75% of us do have at least one hobby we participate in regularly. 25% couldn't think of one single hobby they might be interested in. Mine's called paying the mortgage. I find yeah. that, you know, that's just something that, that, good that consumes a lot of my time. <laughs> Um, Some hobbies they say used to be popular, which I'm going to disagree with this list because a lot of these haven't gone out of of style, but I think a lot of them have come back in style, these hobbies. Model trains. Mm. Not into that. Boring. (laughs) I know where they're going. (laughs) In a circle. Yeah. Uh, Quilting and embroidery. Shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this is a hobby. Astrology. Give me the, I'm going to I'm plucking yeah, the eyebrows. This is, bad. All I got. this is my choices? Fixing up old cars. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's it. All yeah. right, I'll take that. Yeah, that's yeah. But here's the thing. I don't ever since the carburetor went away, I'm done. I'm, yeah. Like I like I, I learned on technology that doesn't exist anymore. Everything's fuel injected. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you pick up the hood of your computer. car, it just be like call the guy. There should just be a sign. <laughs> you got to reflash everything. And yeah. I got an old car. My my daily driver is a 1970 Buick Electra 225. Oh cool. Huge. It's 18 <laughs> oh, feet awesome. 5 inches long. Oh my god. I got three that's garages at my house. It doesn't fit in any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I painted it black cherry metallic. I dropped the suspension, smoked out the windows, and I drive around Santa Monica, California. I play Parliament Funkadelic and I scare white people. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> There's that car again. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports, brought to you this hour by BobbyRayHall.com. The line on Bucko's starter, Chad Cool, wasn't good last night. Two innings pitched, eight hits, eight runs, all of them earned, one walk and two strikeouts. When that happens to your starter, usually bad things follow, and they did for the Pirates, who... Ended up losing to the Diamondbacks 9-3 to last night. Go figure, they finally drew a decent crowd on a weeknight game. 20,554, the announced attendance. and They got walloped. The Pirates respond by falling behind 8 to nothing after two and a half innings. A bright spot, uh, Austin Meadows went 3-4 for four in left field, and his average is 340. Pirates uh, will take another shot at the Diamondbacks tonight, weather permitting. Ivan Nova, 4-5 and five with a 4.42 ERA, will be opposed by Patrick Corbin, 6-3, 3.48. That uh, loss dropped the Pirates back to two games under 500 at 36-38. and 38. They are eight games behind the Brewers in the National League's Central Division. NHL news today, and uh, we'll start with the Islanders, who... Uh, have reportedly agreed to a five-year deal with former Capitals coach Barry Trotz. Uh, the contract will pay Didn't take long. Trotz $4 million annually. That's more than twice what he would have made 
There it is. Had he accepted the extension good uh, for him. that was triggered with the Capitals after winning the Stanley Cup. Absolutely good for him. He's 55 years old. He's uh, fifth all-time in NHL in victories, and if the Caps didn't want to pay him, I think it's so just it. kind of ridiculous that they didn't work out something. Okay, he wants five years. You're not getting five years. We'll give you the two years, but we'll give you whatever you want for those two years. Because you deserve it because you won us our first cup in the history. Yeah, and was, they were pretty good before that, you know, excluding the playoffs, which is the most important thing. But uh, two President's Trophies in that uh, four-year run in Washington as well as the Stanley Cup this year. And, uh, you know, the NHL, a lot of teams don't really value the coach. And they're treated as uh, interchangeable and, and – they run through them at an alarming rate, and as we yeah, mentioned, they do. Barry Trotz is 55 years old. This is probably his last chance at a significant bump in pay, and uh, he got it. Good for him. You think Reardon just gets the promotion? I do. I, I think a lot of Reardon. Uh, I, I knew Todd mm-hmm. Reardon fairly well when he was a, an assistant coach here under Dan Bosman. They have been kind of grooming him for the job. I, I don't imagine something would come up as they investigate this where they wouldn't turn to him. I think that's one of the reasons they just decided to let Trotz go. Did, right. he, did he coach in Minnesota for a while? Todd Reardon? Yeah. I don't think so. Who went to Minnesota? Mike Yo. Okay. Is that who you're thinking yeah, of? Yeah, probably. The uh, NHL uh, entry draft will take place tonight, the first round of it. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres have the first pick. That'll be held in Dallas rounds two through seven. will take place tomorrow. The Penguins have... Six picks, beginning with the 53rd overall selection in the second round. They'll also select 64th overall in the third, 129th in the fifth round, and 146th in the fifth round. And then the 177th overall selection in the sixth round and 208th in the seventh round. The Penguins uh, sent this year's first round pick to Ottawa in the Derek Broussard deal. And I'm still in favor of that deal, even though it didn't work out yet. Dirk Broussard has uh, skills. You just got to figure out how to take Sometimes, yeah, it takes a little time. Got to figure out how to take advantage of him. And he was doing well until we got injured. And he was before the playoffs, yeah. So factor that in. Consider Dirk Broussard this year's first rounder as uh, you take in all the transpires in Dallas at the NHL entry draft. Uh, The league's uh, schedules were also announced Yesterday, the Penguins get to kick things off at home in addition to hosting the Capitals on October the 4th. They will host Montreal on Saturday, October the 6th, and the Las Vegas Golden Knights on Thursday, October the 11th. Oh, make, your, make your plans now for the Marc-Andre Fleury tributes. I really want to go see a game out in Vegas. Well, that would be a I great gotta place, see that yeah. party. Yeah, I, I got to see it. I, I'll be honest, I kind of would like to see one also. Tim and I every year say, oh, we're going to go on the West Coast swing. We're going to go see some of those games. Well, let's, We've never done it. <laughs> let's see. If, if the, if, if we the should do Pens, a broadcast. If the Pens play Vegas at Vegas, we should go out. Mike, you have the schedule? I don't have the whole thing in front oh, of okay. me. Uh, Actually, I might. Um, some more uh, scheduled details. The first road game of the season is October the 13th at Montreal. The Penguins get another uh, home game on Thanksgiving Eve. That's uh, something of a Penguins tradition. Usually uh, a drunken good time is had by all. Oh, I love it. Dallas will be in on Wednesday, November the 21st this year. Connor McDavid and Edmonton visit on February 
the 13th. Seven Saturday night home games in 2018-2019. The schedule also includes an outdoor game. Uh, it'll be the fifth in Penguins franchise history when they meet the Philadelphia Flyers at Lincoln oh. Financial Field on Saturday, February the 23rd. No. No way. <laughs> no way? Too scared. I'm not uh, going to that. I might have to make some plans for that. A little Pat steak and uh, outdoor hockey. I didn't go when they played here. Cheese steak and fist fights. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Just <laughs> two guys fighting and then somebody pouring cheese whiz on both of them. Good God. <laughs> With that's, without. <laughs> that's going to be a disaster. We play at Vegas Saturday, January 19th. Well, there Road you go. trip broadcast. Let's go. Wait, that might be the night before the AFC Championship. Ah, never mind. Uh, Let's make plans. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Let's make plans. Go ahead. <laughs> the NHL and its uh, Players Association also announced yesterday that uh, the uh, salary cap will be $79.5 million per club. Last but not least, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston is reportedly facing a suspension for the first three games of the season. This in the wake of an alleged incident, an alleged incident with a, with an Uber driver in Scottsdale, Arizona in March of 2016. ESPN Tallahassee talk show host Jeff Cameron initially reported this week that Winston was bracing to be suspended. BuzzFeed reported uh, the accusation over the Uber incident in November of 2017. The NFL then began its investigation when a woman who was identified herself as Kate told BuzzFeed that Winston reached over and grabbed her crotch while waiting at a drive-thru at a Mexican restaurant at 2 a.m. Um, wow. I didn't know the details of that. I saw an Uber incident. If you get suspended by the NFL, what what, what is I mean, what is your rating on Uber? Are you just banned? <laughs> he has, he has uh, his... He has had his riding privileges revoked by Uber, <laughs> oh my God. according to ESPN. Yeah. Uh, Winston's story is that uh, he and uh, former college teammate Ronald Darby, who's a cornerback with the Eagles, were in the back seat, and an unidentified third person was in the front seat. Uh, the driver, through her attorney, says that uh, Winston was the only person in the vehicle. Ryan Fitzpatrick is your backup in Tampa. Yikes. I, I point that out just in case gambling is legal in Pennsylvania by September. Yeah. And the Buccaneers are playing Ryan Fitzpatrick for three games because James Winston can't. Yeah. Ryan, Those are looking like good Ryan bets. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Some people call him the ATM of the NFL. That's TV Sports. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Mike. Uh, Sean Collier coming up at 715 Stone Cold Killer in the Point Park University stage in the Permanis DVE Coffee House. It's the DVE morning show. Oh, Billy, when you were talking about the Miata, I got a great story. I think back back to my childhood. My dad, we used to have the two cars, the Horizon. Remember the Horizon? It's like this sure. little, little yellow cars. Like, this car's the greatest. You know, meanwhile, I was, I was living in Upper St. Clair. It looked like I was in Compton. I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> what's going on here? You know, everyone's got the Mercedes. The we got the Horizon, you know? But we also had this huge uh, Mercury Lincoln, like big blue Mercury Lincoln, like like literally like it was a tank, right? So my, my sister's late for for, uh, 
my sister's late for soccer practice one day, and my dad's a maniac driver. He just is, you know. So the horizon's in the driveway. My my the, the Mercury Lincoln's in the, is in the uh, garage. So the garage opens. My dad's like, boom! It's the horizon. The horizon launches across the street. Straight up, boom! Flying across the street. Right, it goes into our neighbor's yard. Our four, all four tires are exploded. <laughs> the hood of the car, the hood of the car's up. It's steaming. My dad's like, oh god! Goes inside. He's like, Jen, we got a minor problem out here. My mom, because I was like, Jesus Christ, minor, minor problem. The car's total. You gotta be kidding me. Next thing you know, my dad's like, all right, we gotta go to practice. Pulls off. My mom, poor mom, we gotta there. go to practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun with that. Right. Get that car out of the tree. I swear to God, I knew he was gonna do that before you said it. Leave it. We'll get it when we get back. <laughs> he did leave it. So my mom's sitting there in a the driveway. You know, the, the family comes out. What the heck? Car's total. So the rest of my my parents didn't have enough money to get it totally fixed. So they got it kind of fixed. Yeah. So like my mom. My my mom, my mom would drive me around, like you know, drop you off in like Upper Saint Clair, like the like, cool girls, like uh, sixth grade party. And I'd be like, "Mom, drop me off at the library. I'll walk." She's like, "I'll tell you what, this car gets you some A to Z. You don't like it? You can just walk. You can walk from home." So what a tale! Of, what a tale of two, you know, two two stories. I was so I felt so weird that we had the worst car in St. Clair growing up. Well, the other day I treated myself like a couple months ago. I bought a Tesla and the, the Model X car. The it comes out the Falcon oh, wings dude, come up. Yeah. So my kids are so embarrassed, right? So I go to pick up my daughter the other day. <laughs> They're it, embarrassed it, by oh, the yeah. Tesla. Oh yeah, so embarrassed about the wings Why, coming wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Why are they embarrassed about the Tesla? It's too nice. The Falcon wings come up and it looks like it's like uh, you know uh, Spaceship yeah, Michael J. Fox, like yeah. Back to the Future. So my daughter, I go to pick her up. It's Damn. like the opposite of the horizon. Damn. Not, now we got the best car, and she's like, Damn. pick me up, pick me up, right? She's like, pick me up down there, Dad. I'm like, why? She, so I'm like, get in the car. So I, here come the Falcon Wings come up. So she, in front of her friends, you got the Falcon Wing doors opening yeah. up. She gets in the car. It's like the opposite of the horizon, the piece of crap car. Yeah. Right? She gets in and starts bawling. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, listen, back in sixth grade, I had the worst car in town. Okay? <laughs> This car gets us from A to Z in luxury. <laughs> and I don't want to no hear it. justice, Casey. Exactly. Uh, Come on, Billy. you got to be kidding me. No justice at all. It just, uh, it just reiterates the point that it's uh, uh, during certain phases, they just don't want to be spotted with us. Yep. Exactly. They're so it embarrassed. It doesn't matter what's going on. You could come in on a hovercraft and say, God. God. <laughs> Why do you have to bring the hovercraft? Just get in. As a kid, nothing hovered. We had to use wheels. You know what a wheel is? Now listen, this is a song by Crowded House. That's a walk-off. This thing will hover you from point A to point Z. Listen, listen, plutonium don't grow on trees, so stop acting all snobby. Think this is easy? No, I'm not going to hover a block away. (laughs) I told you for the last time I ain't dropping you off on the roof. No. No. I'm going to take you back in time, smack you around, give me some manners. Have you seen the reboot of Jurassic World? The like, reboot? I mean, I guess, was it a continuation? Like, that's the thing. I, did. I don't know. I thought they were all sequels. I've never seen the one uh, with Christopher Pratt. Yeah, me either. 
Um, I saw a little bit of it on TV the other night, and I'm like, eh, I'm in the middle. I don't want to start watching it now. But I love Chris Pratt. I I do, too. Um, I don't know if I would describe it like that. Yes, <laughs> I do. I really D- I like on. him. Describe it like that. I love Chris Pratt. And you have to <laughs> like, look like up I at roll. the sky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's 7 o'clock at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. Center 11. 63 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Officials say they recovered the body of a woman reported missing during Wednesday night's flooding in Bridgeville. Investigators say 64-year-old Wendy Abbott of Upper St. Clair was reported missing by a family member. Her vehicle was also found in an abandoned area of McLaughlin Run and Morrow Roads. Abbott's body was pulled from McLaughlin Run Creek yesterday morning about a mile and a half from her car. And a Bethel Park teenager says he's lucky to be alive after being sucked into a drainage pipe by floodwaters on Wednesday. Ben Smith says he was helping to clear debris from a neighbor's house along Clifton Road when he was pulled under. Smith said he was caught in the pipe for probably about a minute before he washed out in a small creek on the other side of the road. He suffered just minor injuries. Did you get that alert on your phone? Uh, Yeah, I had a lot of alerts the other night. Okay. Heavy rain, Where flooding. it just overrides your, yeah. your whole phone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. honestly, that, that, that stuff is, it seems like it's been happening more frequently than it ever has. Yeah, flash flooding is pretty scary. I mean, and flooding's God, bad, it but... Just, it, it racks up quick, man. I mean, they are not kidding around when they say this is a state of emergency. Stay in your house if you can. If you're caught out in it, I just... I don't even know what to do. I mean, what 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 do you do? Don't drive through flooded areas is the number right. one thing to remember. Try to find a hill and go yeah. up it. Uh, And officials with Idlewild say some parts of the amusement park had to be closed yesterday after flooding there. Representatives say waters from nearby Loyal Hannah Creek rose and impacted Raccoon Lagoon, Kittyland, and Storybook Forest. Officials encourage park goers to check their website for any updates. I did see, I think it's the... They said the outback in Upper St. Clair, the building's been condemned. Oh, really? Because the water was so high. I don't know if it, like, destroyed part of the building, but... There's still an outback? Yeah, it's right by Upper St. Clair High School. Oh, man. I missed that place. Remember <laughs> when they had an outback at PNC Park? I It don't. was, like, in the outfield. You could eat oh, dinner yeah. and, like, see yes, the field. I do remember that. Go and get a nice little blooming onion. <laughs> Maybe a barbecue chicken. A Barbie. Uh, Melania Trump on Thursday made a surprise visit to see the conditions that migrant children are being held in at the border between the U.S. and Mexico, but her visit upstaged by her fashion choice. <laughs> the first lady was photographed boarding her plane uh. to Texas and also returning wearing a jacket with the words on the back, I really don't care, do you, written on it. Uh, this comes after her husband's administration has received criticism from Democrats and Republicans over its zero-tolerance immigration policy, which has resulted in thousands of kids being separated from their parents, uh, the parents charged with crossing the border illegally into the U.S. Her communication director, Stephanie Grisham, issued a statement that said, it's a jacket. There was no hidden message. After day after today's important visit to Texas, I hope the media isn't going to choose to focus on her wardrobe. Like how I, could we? I, how could anybody uh, not? I, just, I I thought it was fake. So did I. I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, that's doctor. There's no way that's real. There's no way. Come she on, left. A jacket with that. 
come on. But I saw it on every news channel at 6 o'clock. I'm like, 6 and 6.30. I'm like, that's for real. If she picked that jacket, like my thing is, what did she pass up? Like what? <laughs> well, the bomber know. jacket that says my husband hates Mexican babies does yours? <laughs> like what I I don't understand how you could pick that jacket. I don't understand why a first lady would wear clothing that said anything on it right. other than maybe, you know, a Nike logo if it's a workout outfit or whatever. Yeah. And let's just even discuss why are you wearing a jacket to the border in Mexico in in June? That's another it's good hot point. It's hell down there. That's another good point I didn't think of. But like, I just, yeah, why? I, first, I don't get the jacket, period. I don't either. I don't really care, do you? It's just... Like, I mean, I used to wear a, a t-shirt when I was single. It said loser magnet on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, if she would have had a jacket that said that... <laughs> <laughs> then it would have made a little more sense. <laughs> but it's just like, come on, man. You're going the one trip, you just don't wear that jacket. Yeah, don't. Just don't, don't wear it. Don't wear And why would you have that in your wardrobe anyway what? as a yeah. 50, is she 50 almost? Yes. 48-year-old woman? I should I shouldn't say that. I probably I, don't I give probably a crap. have some Do you? I probably have some questionable eat my items. shorts. Like what? I don't <laughs> I mean, I'm not wearing Bart Simpson shirts anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> Donald just, uh, Donald Trump contradicted uh, the first lady's communication director. And of course he did. And tweeted, I really don't care, do you, written on the back of Melania's jacket, refers to the fake news media. <laughs> Melania oh has learned God. how dishonest they are. She truly uh, no longer cares. Listen, if you one thing you can't you can't argue is that they really get the message out in a unified way, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> and as far as what she actually went there for, the first lady says she would like to see migrant children reunited with their families as quickly as possible. Mrs. Trump said she wants to thank those who are caring for the kids with compassion and kindness. Look, that that jacket is not in the be best closet. You got you <laughs> got to remove right. that because it, it's I don't care that I don't care is not a jacket for the be best woman. Yeah, you got to have a be best vest, lady, right? Something you know positive. I care so much, don't you? Don't get it. Be best. To celebrate getting a license to sell weed in California, Stone Road Farms celebrated by ordering a custom joint valued at $24,000 to be auctioned off at a party. It ended up setting a new world record for the most expensive joint ever. <laughs> How can it be a world record wow. when it's illegal in so many places? Uh, it was made with one pound of Stone Road Farms ground cannabis and, okay, bub that's a lot of weed. and bubble hash whatever that is, uh, all wrapped with paper featuring three layers of 24-karat gold rolling papers, and the final product came in weighing a pound and a half and measured 30 inches long, which is very Cheech and Chong-like. Yeah, I want to see a picture of this thing. <laughs> Nobody's smoking that, <laughs> right? What are you going to do with it? I don't know. $24,000. I mean, you're just going to smoke $24,000? I don't know. What, what, keep it in the case, right? I don't know. Don't know. Does that stuff appreciate? I don't know. I don't know if it's like wine. 
This is aged weed. No, that's never. That's not a thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> weed usually goes bad. Actually, yeah. stale. Yeah, then, I've then heard. Then you better smoke it. You got to smoke it while it's fresh. Just call up three thousand of your best friends. <laughs> Charges are being filed in Louisiana against a man accused of injuring three people during a naked rampage at a casino. According to officials in Bossier City, Terrence Roquemore of DeBerry, Texas, was arrested late Tuesday night after stripping down to absolutely nothing and yelling profanities and throwing chairs off the second floor of a riverboat. Two officers were slightly hurt, and a woman needed some attention after getting sprayed with a chemical used to bring the 24-year-old under control. I'm assuming it was pepper spray or mace. I don't know. (laughs) He was taken to a hospital for observation. He is facing multiple counts, including battery, assault, resisting arrest, and disturbing the peace. Now give that guy the I-don't-care-do-you jacket. That's (laughs) the guy. And the (laughs) $24,000 joint. Maybe he would settle down a little bit. So name three things other than people that you talk to. That I talk to? Things. Okay. So myself is is not You could probably okay. yeah. Probably. Oh, I'll talk to anything. If something pisses me off, <laughs> yeah. I I talk to it. The vacuum. Yeah. The door that you run into. Uh some of the top responses included your dog. Yeah, I don't have a dog. Your so car. that'd be weird. Do you, you like yell at the car? Like no, I I used to have a car that I talked to a lot. Yeah, but I I got a new car now. The mirror. And... Who yells at the mirror? Oh well, the, you're that's yelling kinda, at yourself. You're, yeah. And electronics that aren't working, of course, all the time, all the time. Do people? I guess people in traffic. That's other people, so that doesn't count. Yeah, I know. I talk. I used to talk to my car because my. My wife's car that we used to drive was a, a Honda Accord, great car, lasted hundreds of thousands of miles, but there were certain things about the car, like you had to hold the air conditioning button, like you had to hold the on button to make sure the air came out, like <laughs> the whole time. And the radio didn't always come on, so you had to kind of smack it, so I'd, I'd talk to it a lot, try to peruse it finagle uh, a sound or a, a, some air conditioning i yell at the bugs and the snakes in our yard so you're we yelling have, all day we have so many spiders in our yard it's just like daddy long legs everywhere and i don't know if that's are because they good it's, i don't they know eat what? They, eat, they eat smaller bugs okay i, I guess. don't like them i don't know though. i hate They're, spiders yeah I, I could do without them completely. Oh, and thousand leggers. Those are the worst. Can <laughs> we agree one, those are the worst? I saw one yesterday and just stomped on oh, it and obliterated so fast. it. fast. <laughs> Maybe that's because they have a thousand legs. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> those things, when they come out from somewhere, I'm like, where do I live? Honestly, like, what, what's going oh, on? I know. Do I have a wet basement? What, what, why is this happening? We have so many daddy long legs at our house. It looks like the ground is moving at some at times. Oh, my God. It, I don't know what it is. Can you, like, are you a type of person that would take care of that? Like, have... I want to. No. Exterminators? Well, because of the dogs, you we do, don't... want to do, like, a natural In thing. the yard, yeah. We don't well, want the dogs... can you draw to... them out of your house? Oh, no, they're not in the house. They're out in the yard. Oh. They're just everywhere. They're right. Diatomaceous I, earth. What's that? It's the oh, crustacean the, stuff. 
Okay. It's the natural. Where do you get that? You can. You have to get food grade, not pool grade, because they use it in swimming pools, I guess. Ooh. You can get it at uh, uh, Healthy Pet Products. Uh-huh. You can get it at uh, Tractor Supply. They, and, and what do you, you do? Put you it put in, it in a spreader and just fling it all over your yard? Yeah, they. Um, I think they use it to deworm livestock. So if you get food grade, they can put it in the food. Oh. But if you're going to be out and you have pets or kids or whatever, you want food grade. Right, because kids yeah. will pick it up and put it in their mouth. Exactly. Dogs will eat it because they'll eat anything. <laughs> Just like kids. <laughs> uh, in music news, the Allman Brothers Band co-founder Dickie Betts is explaining his decision to end a more than four-year retirement. In a recent interview, the Ramblin' Man singer said he retired when he turned 70 with a plan to go fishing and play golf, but he got bored as hell sitting around. In addition to boredom, Dickie says he was offered real good money to get back on the road <laughs> and perform. Uh, the new Dickie Betts band featuring son Dwayne on guitar has nine shows booked in the coming months, starting with July 15th in Patchogue, New York. Anybody ever heard of that? I don't know what that Patchogue. is. Patchogue. No Pittsburgh date. Uh, he is going to play the Peach Music Festival July 22nd in Scranton. Looks like that's the uh, closest show to here. And finally, ABC will reboot the recently canceled Roseanne show without Roseanne Barr. Sarah Gilbert, John Goodman, and Laurie Metcalf will return this fall in a show called The Connors. Gilbert is expected to anchor the sitcom. Writers haven't determined how they'll explain Roseanne's absence, a death not out of the question. Died in a house fire. Which would probably be the easiest way to write her off. Yeah. ABC. Well, didn't she create the show? Yes. Like, so... Well, How do they deal with that? She said that she has decided to, uh, she agreed to a settlement in order that the 200 jobs of uh, cast and crew could be saved. So, Okay, that was did. responsible of her. Yeah. She agreed to f- forego royalty payments from the spinoff so they could live on. Has she done any interviews since that? Because... Uh, I feel like she did right after, but I can't remember who with. Because she was supposed to go on Rogan, and then she canceled. Oh, and Rogan was, was saying like he was actually worried about her because she seemed not well, and he's you know been friends with her, and he actually got crushed even for booking you know, her. Yeah, booking her and letting wanting to hear her side of the story. Forecast today, showers and thunderstorms possible. Temperatures in the low 70s. It is 67 at DDE. Sean Collier joining us now uh, with a uh, movie review, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's the summer of blockbusters. We're in it. Which I said to Bill earlier, I know summer is a big blockbuster time, Mm -hmm. but it seems like this year there are are way more than usual. Oh, they've they've been trying to make summer basically a year-round thing. Yeah, <laughs> they start in March and trail off. Now we've got the 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 Christmas blockbusters, mm-hmm. like Greatest Showman was the big one last year, where it's just like this. And is, isn't Episode Nine coming out the end of this year, or is it? They next push year? it a little bit into next year, okay, uh, to make room for Solo to do very badly. Yeah, yeah, that one's eating it. Uh, you, you know who I honestly, <laughs> who I blame for this whole blockbuster year-round thing is mm-hmm. Disney, because yeah. Disney now does not as a theme park yeah. does not have an off season there used to be like oh nobody goes there in the fall or the winter there's a uh halloween is a huge mm-hmm. deal down there christmas is a huge deal with disney obviously the spring is the hottest time to go january and and leading up 
to that is always a peak time. Well, beyond the park, I mean, remember, they have their own movies, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and more are all under their umbrella. Right. So they're not, you know, every year they're going to put out eight to ten blockbusters, and they're yep. going to put a month between them so they're not competing with themselves. Like, we've got to put out A Wrinkle in Time in February so we can get to Black Panther in March and on and on throughout the year. Yep. So uh, the point is, um, we should pretty much just start paying them directly. <laughs> just everyone. Yeah. Th- that's a tax increase I can get behind. <laughs> just give them some more money, and then we get some of their stuff for free. That'd be <laughs> right. fun. A Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is out today. Hey, here's a quick thought. Fictional citizens of the Jurassic Park universe, maybe stop making dinosaur-related plans. Please. Are you a venture capitalist, wealthy speculator, or evil genius? Do you have a scheme which revolves around keeping dinosaurs under your control and trusting them not to eat you? That plan isn't going to work out for you. No, there's proof. No, this is the fifth movie. All previous dinosaur plans have failed. And yet here we are again. And listen... Jurassic Park, the original, is one of my favorite movies ever. I have the poster up in my office to this day. Oh, yeah. And I like the most recent one, Jurassic World. Uh, I am very friendly to dinosaur-related content. But Fallen Kingdom, it's it's just really, really dumb. It's, it's like so it what? needs an intervention. Like, can you guys stop? Please, can yeah. you stop? It's fun. It's a fun movie. You'll have a good time at the multiplex. But it is dumb it's the premise just, behind it yeah yeah it's here we go like, oh. here's the premise sir you know, and, and i know you're gonna make a sequel to jurassic world i understand you have you have to do one of two things either people have to go to the island for some reason or the dinosaurs have to come here for some reason that's all you got to do instead this is how we begin Whoops, we bought, built the park on a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> and the volcano is exploding now. God, I, we had one job. Listen, listen for a minute. The fictional park, Jurassic World, billion dollar theme park. It was open. In the last movie, it was open for business. People come in there from all over the world all the time. Built on the site of the fictional Jurassic Park 20 years earlier, which was this close to being open. You're telling me that both times, building two gigantic theme parks... No one noticed they were on a tiny island with a giant active volcano. Just no one caught on to that. Listen, if that were actually the case, and not just something you made up for this movie, that is all Jeff Goldblum would have talked about in the first film. Uh, John, uh, what you're doing here, you can't control these dinosaurs, but uh, more importantly, I'm not sure why you built a park that will eventually be destroyed by lava. Lava finds a way and speaking of I Jeff like Goldblum, Goldblum yeah I sometimes I nail the it the essence of it <laughs> I don't have the voice but I the, the cadence I can mm-hmm. speaking of Jeff Goldblum his character uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm does return in yeah. this one but don't expect too much from him he, he he gives like testimony at a congressional hearing in two scenes well is he wearing a leather jacket and tinted glasses because that's really all I need to <laughs> no get my fix. He, he's got kind of a off-brand suit thing he's got what? like a like a beard no, I, don't I don't think like this. I don't think he was there long enough to break for lunch I think they said hey <laughs> show up in what you're wearing Maybe watch the original the night before so you could remember the specific brand of gold blooming Getting you the did. Vibe. But uh, other than that, if you sh- if you get there at nine thirty, you'll be gone by eleven forty-five. Uh, don't go to see it for him. <laughs> anyway, I-, I could pick apart the 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 horrible script all day, uh, and I do mean all day. Several of the later plot points involve 
people just letting dinosaurs out of their cages to see what happens. I'll spoil that one for you. It doesn't go well for anyone who is not a dinosaur. But uh, I, That's the I, thing about dinosaurs that nobody really respects in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not very ruly. Uh, they're very unruly. Yes. I, you just invented the word ruly. Yes. The opposite <laughs> of unruly. They're not very ruly. Dinosaurs. You can't rule them too well. Not ruly at all. They generally, uh, um, you know, don't really care much for your plans. They no. have separate plans involving smashing things and eating people. Yes. And they will execute those plans. Listen, it's it's fun. People run from dinosaurs. Dinosaurs fight other dinosaurs. The effects are great. The action is really good. You'll have fun. You'll have a good time. It's just not a good movie. And three of the four prior Jurassic Park movies <laughs> have been fun. And yeah, there was that Jurassic Park three where yeah. where Sam Neill had a dream sequence where the Velociraptor was talking to him. That was not good. All the others before now have been good and fun. And this is just fun, not good. Which disappoints me because I love these movies a lot. Go and have a good time, but just know that you're in for more wacky dinosaur hijinks <laughs> than an actual quality movie. What I want to see World. is I want to see Jurassic World and the Taken movies start to do mashups. Liam Neeson has to save his child from yeah. dinosaurs? Dinosaurs have kidnapped his child. Does, uh, what does the phone call sound like? <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know where, how many fingers you they? have. I can only hear your breathing. <laughs> Did you see Unsane? I didn't. It's coming to streaming, I yeah, think. I, I saw an ad for What's it. What's that? It's, Was that Steven Soderbergh? I don't remember, but it's it's hard to explain. This girl thinks that she's being followed, I think, and they put her By in dinosaurs? an asylum. <laughs> they put her in a, an a, asylum. Oh, that's right. Claire Foy uh, 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 played her. And yes, it was a... a a Steven Soderbergh movie. Um, I'm good. Uh, that, that seems like a good on-demand pick. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I I like any time. It's like, are they crazy or is it really happening? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I it very I feel rarely like that way about life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> In general, it doesn't happen that often that the end of the movie is nope crazy. It's usually <laughs> like, yeah, they were really following her. I want to see one where it's like, oh man, she just lost it. Well, well let's go home. Yeah, she's just crazy. Uh, I want uh, to mention uh, uh, the documentary about Weird Paul, a local musician. Yes. yes. He's coming in in a couple of weeks, I believe. He's, oh, okay. He's got a coffee, ho- coffee house spot coming up. Nice. Beautiful. Uh, Will Work for Views, The Lo-Fi Life of Weird Paul is an excellent documentary. When I was watching it, it reminded me of the Mr. Rogers documentary. Oh, nice. Like, here's a very earnest Pittsburgh-based you know, kind of weird guy. Yeah. Just wants to put art into the world. Where can people see that? That is premiering tomorrow night at the Harris Theater. Cool. Yes. Oh, Go see. Highly awesome. recommended. Yeah. Um, Mike Pursuta is coming up next with sports NFL, uh, NHL draft rather starting tonight. So uh, maybe we'll talk about that and maybe the Pirates. Maybe who knows? Not, who knows? A, not a whole lot of sports action these days. But How's that for a tease? Is that good? <laughs> Does that work? Mike will uh, take care of all that up next. It's the DVE Morning Show. Berg.com. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports. Make it 21 losses in the last 31 games for the Pirates after last night's 9-3 thumping absorbed at the hands of the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Buckos were down eight to nothing after two and a half innings. I tuned in in the third, and they go, "Oh, well, that's the first time Goldschmidt's been retired." It was the third inning. <laughs> Why are they saying that like it's awesome? And then I saw the score. 
Chad, cool. Uh, two innings pitched, eight hits, eight runs. All of them earned one walk and two strikeouts. Ooh. He had been pitching pretty well of late, not so much last night. He falls to 5-5. Five and five. The ERA is now 4.56. The Pirates have dropped back to two games under 500 at 36 and 38, and they're eight games behind the Brewers for first place in the NL Central. 20,554 year announced attendance, and I'll bet most of them were looking for an open ticket window on the way out so that they could come back tonight. Maybe not. Looked like a team that's dropped 21 out of 31 yeah. last night. Doesn't always go that way, but last night it did. Uh, Patrick Corbin against Yvonne Nova tonight. Uh, Nova has been pretty good of late, 2-0 with a 1.54 ERA in two starts since being reinstated from the disabled list. He's 4-5, 4.42 overall. Corbin has uh, struggled of late. He's given up at least five runs in three of his last four starts, including five against the Buccos in Arizona on June the 11th. Overall, Corbin checks in at 6-3 with a 3.48 ERA. One of those nights for the party. Sure, that got rained out again last night. That would have been uh, a better Good for morale. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're obviously better than they're playing right this second, Mike, but I don't know how much better. Because I think the rest of the league, like you knew – the teams were going to start to go on runs. You knew that the Cubs yeah. were going to start to put things together. The Brewers were going to start to come alive. The Cardinals are always going to take a couple runs. They need to make some sort of move now if they're going to be relevant in the second half of the season. And their problem is uh, not only are they eight games behind Milwaukee, but they're seven games behind the Cubs. So how many nights are the Brewers and Cubs going to both lose? You're shaking your head because that's not going to happen very many times. No, so they got to put uh, together a streak and get some wins under their belt and at least stay within sight of the top of the division. How are the overall pierogi race standings looking? Because that's really the drama at the ballpark for the rest of the year. And Oliver Onion, hold on. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I know my sister. Uh, she lives in uh, the D.C. area. She loves yeah. the pierogies. Oh, good. And every time I go to the game, I take a picture of the pierogi race and send it to her. That's nice. We're going to get back to those marketing campaigns that are like, we got fireworks, we got food. We got pierogies. Pierogies, post-game concerts. Stay close with your family that doesn't Try to crop out the score if you can from any of those races. And uh, Saturday's the 23rd, right? Yes. Yes. That is uh, Sean Rodriguez walk-off bobblehead giveaway day. Maybe Sunday will be Sean Rodriguez walk out the door day. Can we walk. get a bobblehead of him punching a Gatorade bottle where the yeah, the, the Gatorade awesome. tub bobbles? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Striking out. Right. Right. Yeah. Made another error last night. Sean Rodriguez walking back into the dugout after striking out bobblehead night. That's a little too long maybe for a promo. Sean Rodriguez making a nice picket short and then throwing the ball nowhere near Josh Bell at first base. <laughs> And then, ch- then chatting with the guy at second who got to second because he threw the ball. Nah. You've seen it before. You yes. Know, you know how it goes. Uh, the NHL entry draft, the first round of it at least, is tonight. Buffalo has the first pick. The Sabres will be followed by uh, Carolina, Montreal, Ottawa, and Arizona rounding out the top five. The Penguins uh, won't pick until tomorrow. At least they are not scheduled to pick until tomorrow. Sometimes a lot of trades get made around uh, the draft. I'm curious to see what Jim Rutherford has up his sleeve as the Penguins' GM. 
Pittsburgh, uh, the first scheduled pick will be 53rd overall. That's in the second round. The Pens have six choices. Well, thank God the NHL has their own network because there's no way you would ever see any of the draft anywhere else. I mean, honestly, like the way that the, 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 uh, this, the, the hockey, you got to love it for that alone. They just, they are predictably low key. Rutherford has said they're not going to bring the same team back, but they don't need a major rebuild. He's also said that Daniel Sprong's going to be on the team. I recall him saying that. Taking that at face value, uh, what do you do with Phil Kessel and or Crystal Tang? I would move Kessel if for no other reason than to create the salary cap space, and I would be looking to deal Latang, but I would be less uh, enthusiastic about that until I found some more options on defense. But if I found set options on defense, I would also be looking to move Latang. Yeah, you can't just go down to the Dumoulin store. You cannot. Grab a couple more solid defensemen. And sometimes if you go to that... Uh, Defensemen that used to be good but aren't any more store, and you buy those at what you think is a real good price, it doesn't work out no. as well as you'd hoped. Uh, the NHL announced everybody's schedule yesterday. Uh, the Penguins will start with three home games. They've got uh, a home game the night before Thanksgiving. That should be an unofficial holiday in Pittsburgh. I think it already is. Those are always so fun. Don't we usually play? I feel like we played Toronto a lot in that game. Yeah, it's Dallas this year, but the opponent doesn't matter. No. They could be playing uh, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. That is a drinking crowd. Yes. That's the way hockey ought to be. Uh, Seven Saturday night home games uh, and 11 additional uh, weekend games that are either on a Friday night, Saturday afternoon, or a Sunday. Uh, Also, just 11 back-to-backs for the Pens this year. They had 19 of those last season, so uh, they catch a little bit of a break there. NHL announced the uh, salary cap at $79.5 million. Uh, the New York Islanders announced Barry Trotz as their new head coach. That's just three days after he resigned from the Washington Capitals, uh, a couple of weeks after leading the Capitals to the first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Trotz gets uh, a reported four-year deal worth uh, worth five. No, he gets um, a reported five-year deal worth $4 million annually. Five years, $4 million annually. That's uh, a little more than twice what he would have made had he accepted uh, the extension in Washington rather than resign. Trotz had a clause in his contract uh, that triggered uh, a two-year extension upon winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, at 55 years of age, he is fifth all-time with 762 career NHL wins. World Cup, uh, Croatia has advanced to the second round with a 3-0 victory over Argentina. And that uh, 3-0 win also puts Argentina on the brink of failing to reach the round of 16 for the first time since 1970. That was a great game. Was it? Big upset. I, I Conveniently, I have it in me to care about soccer about once every four years. So the World Cup is well-timed. I'm usually right there with you, but <laughs> yeah. I haven't, haven't gotten there yet this I year. I know, me neither, Mike, and I'm I love the World Cup. Maybe in the round of 16. Brazil and Costa Rica are kicking off in about 20 minutes here. France also clinched a spot uh, in the second round with a one nothing win over Peru. And uh, Australia kept its chances alive with a 1-1 draw against Denmark. Mm-hmm. Boy, Australia and Denmark 1-1. I, how'd I miss that one? It's one for the ages, Mike. People want to see if the upstart Iceland squad can make it into the round of 16. Uh, I didn't know there were enough people on Iceland to, to field a squad. 
We need, some what, of them 11? tourists? Yeah, <laughs> most of them visited on that Wow Airlines flight. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston is facing a three-game suspension to start 2018. Multiple, multiple reports say the NFL will suspend Winston following an incident with an Uber driver in Scottsdale, Arizona in March of 2016. On the lighter side of NFL news, former uh, Chicago Bears running back Matt Forte insists he was not joking last week when he asked the Bears for a job. Uh, Forte has recently retired. He noticed that uh, DeMarcus Ware was joining the Denver Broncos as a pass-rushing consultant. So Forte tweeted, Chicago Bears, yo, I'm available. Vision, route running, pass protection, etc. Shooters, shoot. 24-7 Sports uh, picked up on the tweet and uh, thought it was cute that Forte would be joking in such a fashion. Forte subsequently tweeted, I wasn't joking. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Like, don't you have their number? Yeah, I think you would I be mean, a little more direct than Twitter if you want to be really serious about it. And uh, DM the team. Some uh, interesting news out of Rentham, Massachusetts. One of the three men charged in connection with a robbery at the home of New England Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski while he was away at the Super Bowl has been held on a $100,000 bail. According to the Sun Chronicle in Rentham, Mass., uh, Shane Den, who's 26, was wearing a Patriots t-shirt when he pleaded uh, not guilty on Wednesday. If he makes bail, he must stay away from Gronkowski and wear a GPS monitoring device. Now, the GPS monitoring device, that's, you know, the government does what it has to do, but yeah. I think there's a much simpler solution. If you want this guy to stay nowhere near Gronkowski, Sign put him, him in the, the Steelers, Steelers secondary! <laughs> I knew it. There it is. You saw that one coming, didn't you, Bill? I did, a little bit. It was pretty Only because I know you, you know, and I loved it. Many have tried to, to stay near Gronkowski that held that role and failed. So, <laughs> I wonder what those guys even got. Like, did They just got like a bag full of whoopee cushions. Like, what does Gronkowski yeah. even have in his house? Sex toys. <laughs> right. Some really expensive video games. Probably. He has like a Spencer's Gifts inside his house. Just a whole store. Got to get those a bunch of some, mugs with nipples on them. Some credit, though. Good call on when to do it. For sure. Yeah, he's at the Super Bowl. He's probably not coming home anytime soon. But you could tell they're fans, and that's not a good thing to do if you're a fan. If you can't be near Gronkowski, uh, good luck going to Patriots games. That's sports. Thank you, Mike. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, keep guzzling that coffee and Johnny Depp setting the record straight on just how much money he actually spends. That's on the way. We've got Stone Cold Killer in uh, the Point Park University or on the Point Park University stage in Permanis DVE Coffee House. That's on the way. It's a DVE morning show. It's the DVE Morning Show. Randy Bauman on vacation, and he'll be off Monday. You guys are going to be off Monday, too, right? Yep. I'm going to be off the whole week. Babe. I'm going to be flying solo here on Monday. Me and Joe Rowe. You, just you and Joe Rowe. We, is that official? I don't know. You, you like seem to not, You don't like it. I'm, that's the vibe I'm picking up. I really like Joe. I, I'm yeah, not Joe is good. Joe. Joe Rowe, first blush. This is How many people have we called whatever rock? Those are actually the first four letters of his last name. He has to be J-Rock. Right? No. Mm. Right? I'm not Do with you Do guys get nicknames like that, though? But how many times have you heard K-Rock, D-Rock, 
Never. <laughs> yes, I'm not, I, I don't I've run in the race. I don't think I ever have. I, I don't run in that. Joe, you didn't really need a nickname. Yeah. Joe. Hey, Joe. Like if his name was Francis, then you'd have to come up with something different. Yeah. Joe is Joe. I like Joe. How much more uh, See? friendly yeah, and you. comfortable can you get than Joe? <laughs> I love how this all of a sudden turned into an intervention that how I'm, I'm this being thrown by calling him Joe Rowe. <laughs> I don't really care. I'll call him Joe. Joe likes Joe, so we're going to go with Joe. All right. Okay. Fine. How did Slack feel is, about Slack? I think oh, that was his. I mean, that was actually his, his last name. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of his brand. Slackomania. Yes. Is the rock thing, is that like a millennial... I don't recall ever here other than the the rock. I, 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 the, okay, immediately the immediate thing that jumps to my mind is that the college kids called Melissa McCarthy's character in Life of the Party D Rock. So maybe that's not the a class of that's just on your point. mind. <laughs> yeah, it's a recent example. Yeah. So, Bill, uh, your mom uh, had a little surgery recently. Yes, How's she doing? She, she did. She's doing she better. Thank you for Good. asking. Got yeah. off to a little bit of a rocky start. Yeah? How so? Um, well, I don't think they either my mom or my dad realized how serious of a surgery it was. And, um, you know, it's a significant one. She got her uh, shoulder completely reconstructed her wow. a lot of uh work on her rotator cuff because mm-hmm. she's just been pitching a lot i guess <laughs> and um really slinging it yeah and and basically just chase, chasing us throughout our childhood with spatulas and things and um it finally caught up to her and she so she was in you know when, whenever you leave the hospital randy had this a very similar surgery with with his elbow Whenever you leave the hospital, they always tell you to stay a- a- ahead of the pain. Mm, so yeah. she gets home, and my dad, you know, decides that he's not going to go right to the store and get her prescription. He's going to go to Costco because, <laughs> yeah, her? sure, she might be in a lot of pain, but I'm sure a rain barrel of pistachios mm. will help. <laughs> so we, we <laughs> I'm only leaving once. I'm not driving there and coming home and then yeah. driving again. No. Look, we have a pallet of peanut butter that should last us through 2025. Um, and so the, so they started fighting immediately. Like <laughs> that Friday, I called, I called the house and, I, and, uh, and my dad, by the way, my dad he has a landline, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm over there. It rings. It scared me. It was so loud. <laughs> I haven't heard like a home phone ring in <laughs> 10 years. And I was like, what the hell is that? And he goes, oh, don't worry about that. We don't ever answer that. And I said, well, then why do you have it on the highest volume? Like, turn it off. Right. So, Or just unplug it. I called him and I go, hey, Dad, how's things going over there? And he goes, oh, Bill, it's bad. It's a real mess. And I go, all right, well, I'm coming over. And he goes, no, don't. You'll make it worse. And I'm like, how can I make it worse? And I hear my mom screaming at him in the background. And he turns around and goes, can I eat my toast? And I'm like, I'm coming over right now. I'm coming there right now. And so I I hung out with her for the day. And we watched nine episodes of uh, Dr. Phil in a row. (laughs) And I set her up with Netflix. The, I'm the like, real Mom, there's, there's there's a whole world out there. Lots no. of good documentaries. He's like, Judge Judy's on in a little bit. <laughs> I go right from this to that. I'm like, you're you're <sighs> okay, fine. No wonder you're always angry. <laughs> um, I thought of your mom yesterday. Why? Did you hear the story about the Philly fanatic? Yeah, mm-hmm. hitting the 
Fan yeah, in the face yeah, with a yeah, hot dog gun yeah. blast. Yeah. Poor yeah. woman. See the, these mascots. The, is that guy going to you know, have to stand in court and pay for his crimes? Probably not because he's in costume and somehow you get off the hook. <laughs> All you have to do when that, when that charge comes out and says, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. We have you on camera. Ego. Uh, you have the Philly fanatic on camera. Right. You have no evidence who's inside that costume. That could have been an imposter. Wasn't me. I could get you a fanatic costume on the internet in two days. So she's doing better. Yeah, her pain okay. is is you know manageable at this point. But you know, she called me uh, last Saturday. Was she was upset because she wasn't going to be able to get to my daughter's birthday party, and we were going out to get. I always take my daughters like. Hey, I'll I'll take you to the store and go get you an outfit for your birthday, mm-hmm. um, to to wear to your party or whatever. So we're there, and I put my mom on speaker, and she's kind of crying, and she's you know still in a lot of pain, and and uh, and we hang up, and Emma Emma says to me like, "If Grammy dies, I'm gonna love her forever and ever." And I'm like, oh. "I don't think she's gonna die. She had shoulder surgery." She's like, "Yeah, but." What if her arm just keeps popping off <laughs> and then her other arm pops off <laughs> and I realize that in her brain, what's ha- what happens is every time she gets a Barbie doll, she starts to just slowly dismember it. Like <laughs> one arm comes off and then another arm comes off and then I step in and throw it in the trash. So I think she thinks that my mom is really only down to, she's like one or two surgeries away from me stepping in and getting rid of her. So she's a little scared, but yeah, uh, she's, she's okay. You know, well, I mean, good. she's, we- she's battling sure uh, wish your mom a speedy recovery mm-hmm. get well Thank soon you. mike pursuit of sports at the bottom of the hour i will have news coming up next and uh keep guzzling that coffee because it's good for you yeah and, uh, oh i will johnny depp sean's chairs cheersing yeah. with his coffee mm-hmm. toasting there we are uh, <laughs> we and johnny say. depp uh he talks about how much money he actually spends Way more than reports. So that's coming up. It's a DVE morning show. Jurassic Park, the original, is one of my favorite movies ever. I have the poster up in my office to this day. Oh, yeah. And I like the most recent one, Jurassic World. Uh, I am very friendly to dinosaur-related content. But Fallen Kingdom, it's, it's just really, really dumb. It's, it's like it so needs an intervention. Like, can you guys stop? Please, can you stop? Here's the premise. Sir, and and I know you're going to make a sequel to Jurassic World. I understand. You You have to do one of two things. Either people have to go to the island for some reason, or the dinosaurs have to come here for some reason. That's all you got to do. Instead, this is how we begin... Whoops, we built the park on a volcano. (laughs) (laughs) And the volcano is exploding now. God, we had one job. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's six minutes after eight at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. Center 11. It's 65 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by Mattress Firm. I'm Val Porter. Several Pittsburgh community organizations are demanding to know what the city offered Amazon in its bid for HQ2. Members of the community, power movement, and others said yesterday they are seeking the information under Pennsylvania's right-to-know law. Officials with the city and Allegheny County have previously refused to release that information. Free permanis. <laughs> yeah. Unlimited Uber rides. 
and automated cars. Also, we live in Amazonburg now. Yep. <laughs> We're Renaming <monsters>. rights. <laughs> Coco, the gorilla who learned to use sign language and famously played with Robin Williams and Mr. Rogers. And there's also a video of Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Coco. Sadly, Coco died on Tuesday at the age of 46. Coco appeared on the cover of National Geographic in 1978 and was the subject of several documentaries, including Coco, a Talking Gorilla. Yeah, this is another one of those, I thought that they were already dead. (laughs) You did? Story for me. Yeah, I just, I, I, Coco, I just, I don't know how long gorillas live. 46 is a long time. That is a long time. Did we need this one this week? The no. world's on fire. I Did know. you need to throw in that nice gorilla is dead? No. Here is here is my are they alive yesterday? I have I honestly don't know. Is Sean Connery alive? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. That's interesting. Yeah. Slapping a woman somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't see him much anymore. Well, finally, know, those... Harambe has somebody to play with. <laughs> those <laughs> videos of Coco, I as gentle as she is, I'm still afraid she's just going to rip someone's head off. Yeah. Even though I know it doesn't happen. Of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like hanging out with Bruce Banner. Like, <laughs> he's a good guy. You can talk to him, rationalize with him, but if he goes Hulk, right. you're getting smashed. Like all over. If you had known Andre the Giant back in the day, when he's halfway through that Ooh. case of wine, <laughs> maybe ahead to the next bar. <laughs> right. Not every wild animal is gentle <laughs> as Coco. Earlier this week, a hiker was attacked and killed by a brown bear in Alaska. That wasn't bad enough. A volunteer searching for him was mauled by the same bear. Two days after he disappeared, the body of 44-year-old Michael Soltis was discovered Wednesday near Anchorage in the Eagle River region. Uh, The volunteer searcher was attacked in the same area. Wendy Yeoman, who was a cousin of Soltis, was uh, with the male volunteer when he was attacked. According to her, this guy risked his life to protect her by guarding her from the bear. A volunteer was taken to a local hospital and is expected to recover. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have laughed. It's just like... Involuntary. Oh, you you also were mauled by the bear? Who saw oh. that coming? Yeah. When you went to the place with the bear? It's sort of like Jurassic World it's all over again. like that. Guzzle that coffee. A new study claims drinking coffee is a good way to have a healthy heart, and four cups a day might be the right amount, oh, I'm, which I'm is a there. lot. Uh, German researchers studied caffeinated lab mice and uh, dosed human tissues with caffeine. They found a shot of caffeine made certain proteins inside older adult cells perform more like young cells. One of the researchers says drinking four to five cups of coffee a day seems to improve what he called the powerhouses of cells. He said that seems to be protective. So drink Uh up. Have you ever seen the, you've seen the tumbler that Randy brings in. I yeah. mean, that's, that has to be at least three cups of coffee. Yeah, at least. That, that's up there. When you, when you say cup, you, you don't mean this. You mean like a, like a mug. Like a regular yeah. person's I'm a, cup. I'm assuming that's what they mean. Yeah, I'm on three or so four of those So then, day. yeah, I'm very close. Although I don't know if they mean a measuring cup, which is eight ounces. The, the shocking thing is I can, it's the only thing that I can consume four times a day and still be really happy about every time you know yep. if you gave me four hoagies a day by the end of the week i would never want a hoagie again that's a good good point a cup of coffee if it was always in front of me i would never stop drinking it. <laughs> but is it ever as good as the first cup like like other coffees in the day for me are like weird like if i have a coffee in the afternoon i'm like who am i what is this drink 
I, I lose a little bit of reality and context. Perspective. Like to me, waking up is just synonymous with having a cup of coffee. Like yes. I just, I love it at right at that time, the first cup. And then you try to do the second cup and it's just not the same, but you know, you'll take it. And I'm to the point now where I could drink a full cup of coffee and go right to sleep. Oh yeah. Oh my That's God. That's probably not great. Yeah, that 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 can't be a good sign. Mm-mm. And it's probably not good if I count coffee as my cardio, right? Because <laughs> my heart is beating my, faster. My heart is at a raised level. Mm-hmm. Bill, have you lost it yet? Because the kids are out of school for the summer. Nope, because they're in summer camp already. <laughs> <laughs> they went right from one to one. Well, the average parent lasts only thirteen days into their kid's summer vacation before they lose it. The main reason is you feel a lot of pressure to keep them entertained, oh. which is why they're in summer camp. Yeah, no, thank you. Not I can't do three months of being the fun broker every single day. Fifty-eight percent of parents feel like they have to figure out activities for the entire summer. Yeah. And 64% have felt like they've let their kids down because they didn't come up with enough good stuff for them to do. And I blame the kids for that. (laughs) The top five things parents do to keep their kids occupied, amusement parks, movies, the zoo, bowling, and camping. Yeah, that's like a one week. And then what are you going to do for the rest of the summer? (laughs) Like these kids, I mean, they just, they, they don't stop. Every single day, like my kids are asking me what where we're going as they're walking up to the car. They're not even in the car yet. Hey, After what are school. we doing right now? What are we going to do right now? Nothing. What's we're the entertainment book say? I, t- I, I take them, I basically pick them up from school and drive them right to camp. Um, <laughs> they're in all day camp for pretty much the whole summer. So in between all those activities that parents find for them to do, kids are really, for the most part, just staring at screens. A study found kids spend the equivalent of nine entire days during the summer playing video games, which I would think would be low. Yeah. I think it would be way more than that. And I I don't blame parents that just let their kids watch movies or TV or play video games because... It's that they desire a pace that I can't deliver on, which is why we send them to camp because all day long they're doing arts and crafts. They're swimming like it's they're doing archery. Are they worn out then when they get home? Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. They get off the bus like zombies. (laughs) And if you gave me 60 days where I didn't have to do anything. I'd play video games yeah, and watch mad. movies. Yeah, that's that's. I Saturday I had nothing to do until the nighttime. I got up, started playing Zelda, and six hours later I went. I should stand up and move around a little bit. <laughs> I understand the kids' perspective. I should probably uh, bend my legs or maybe go for a walk or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any good like crime solving video games? Like I was mm. on the Apple Store. Yeah. I don't know. Yesterday I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll find some kind of game to play. But I don't know any of them. I mean, I want to get like They're like war games, or an old something. school Nintendo, and I just want to play like those old thirty-two bit or whatever they they were, you know, Super Mario Brothers and all that. So I just want to go back and play all those. I I got uh, the 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 mini SNES, like yeah. the, the, the the one that you just plug into your TV, and within a couple weeks, there were a few days where I was like. I was supposed to go to work. It's 1 p.m. What what happened? I, it's at a friend's house right now because I was like, I need this to be somewhere else for a while. 
you have a little more time than I do. Why don't you keep keep this safe while I get a few things done? Play as me on Zelda, because I have mm-hmm. been stuck in this one corner, and I can't figure out how to get out of it. Out of bombs, out of arrows. Astronaut Buzz Aldrin, one of the first two humans to land on the moon, asked his Twitter followers last week, Pilgrims coming to America on the Mayflower didn't plan on a return trip. Would you agree to move to Mars with no expectation of coming back to Earth? Oh, it's a little different. Can we agree on that? Well, what if it was inhabited? Yeah, if there were people there to conquer? Well, no, if it was like, you know, they had uh, infrastructure and places to live. and How are things on Earth? The way they're going right now. Yeah. yeah, sure, I'll go to Mars. 46, it's looking a little better. <laughs> right. 46% said no way. So more than half would do it. That's. I think they're lying. I would. You would go to Mars. Well, I don't know. I I, I won't even go I to like Mars, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I am. Again, like Sean said, depends on what's going on down here. <laughs> I, I'm going to be angry if I don't get to Mars. You are? I, I ha- I've, made, I've made some radical assumptions that one, we're all going to live to be 150 as oh medical science God. advances. Oh, don't say that. And two, <sighs> space travel's going to be easy. So if I'm on my deathbed and I haven't been to Mars, I'm going to have a, a bitter moment about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely not going to be in the first few waves of it. I would have yeah, to have, settle like... the colony first. Right. I, it would be like, you know, my buddy having a boat. Like, I don't want to be the guy who moves to Mars. I just want to be the guy who has a friend who lives on Mars. <laughs> go He's visit. He's got a cool pad. You can go for the weekend. Yeah. I don't think that's a weekend trip. No? I don't... Th- I, don't I don't... Whatever, right, however go for we the figure month. it out. Yeah. Send the kids there for summer. You're going to have to sleep in a thing on the way. Chris Pratt's going to wake you a up pod. halfway there. <laughs> Colonel Sanders getting a little creative. KFC announced they will start selling pickle fried chicken on Monday. Uh, the, the, which what, I've had what? fried pickles. You fry yeah. it in the pickles? Uh, just a- yeah, I'm, I don't know if it's like a dill in the in the batter. <laughs> what, I'm pic- what I'm picturing is like the, the juice in a tub of pickles. They just heat that up until it really starts going and then throw the chicken in there. Oh, I didn't think of that. Maybe they brine it in the pickle juice. Yeah. Uh, they also announced it, other flavors, including... <laughs> huh? Ooh? That's probably good. And I don't good. know. That's why I put a question mark at the end of it. I'm going to try it. Let me know. I'm not going to be in the first wave. <laughs> just like Mars. <laughs> going to Mars, trying a new KFC product. Both uh, risky. They also announced other flavors, including Smoky Mountain Barbecue, Nashville Hot, and Georgia Gold, which I feel like I've seen commercials for these for months, but apparently they're new. They're available for a limited time only. Here or just in select locations? E- I don't know about that. Uh, give it a shot. Go to I your, will. Go to your nearest KFC I today, will, Val. Though. I will. Uh, guys with long hair. This is not a question for you, I guess. Uh, you guys love it or leave it. In a recent interview with Entertainment Weekly, Kit Harrington, better known as Jon Snow, admitted that as soon as filming for Game of Thrones is over, he plans to chop off his curly long locks in favor of new, uh, a new, less recognizable look. He said he wants to go short, short. Short, short. Short, short. Like buzz cut? I what guess, are we talking yeah. here? I, I had it for about a year. Long hair? Yeah. Yeah. And and it was it was nice to have something different. Uh but then the moment that I cut it off was great. Was fantastic. Yeah. I, I had, just cut all my hair off. Yeah. 
but you didn't have long hair. No, it was it was sh- longer short hair. Schlonger? Schlonger. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had longer hair? Now it's super short. Um, now, let me ask you this. When's the last time you had long hair? Because uh, I feel like I haven't known you with long hair. When we got married, my hair was a little past my shoulders. Okay. Yeah. And, and it, when it was, was that? It was uh, 10 years ago. So it's been a decade. Yes. You got married and then just cut all your hair off. <laughs> yeah. Like, Talk about a bait and switch. I, What's I, up with that? Why'd you do that to this? <laughs> you like my hair? Good. I'm chopping it all off. I thought going about- Going short, short. When I cut it this short again like a month ago, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go sh- super short for the summer and then I'm going to let it grow long again. But I don't know. I'm really digging this not using a comb or a hairdryer thing. Yeah. I, I tried to grow my hair long in high school and it was just so disgustingly oil. Did you have oil. it parted in the middle? Yes. <laughs> and then I would tuck it behind my ears. Oh yeah, and that was thought a big I look looked in the 90s. cool, but I look like that uh, that dork and dazed and confused that's always pinching his nose. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got to get rid of this. I was home in Franklin last weekend and asked my brothers if they had any of like where are our family pictures? I have some, but I don't have my school pictures. Yeah, which are hideous. Which I would love we gotta to just share. Start, we just got to start sharing these. Like, I have to bring in some of the some of my pictures. I mean, yeah. y- you'll be like, seriously, Bill? Really? Wow. <laughs> That's a good look. You're rocking some some catfish uh, arnaise <laughs> with, like, my- the, wh- I don't even the, know what you just said. <laughs> like, just ba- like, they're sunglasses. They were oh, like lokes. Like, okay. s- like, completely murdered out. Like, you couldn't see my eyes at all. <laughs> And I had, like, for our prom, I did one of those stupid, like, the jackets that were in style for, like, two years where you didn't have a bow tie or a tie. It just had, like, one opal at the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the blazer didn't have a collar either. And I thought I was, like, boys to men, like, color me bad. Like, I'm so cool right now. And I walk in and this girl was like, you look like a bus boy. <laughs> Just ruined my entire prom Destroy right away. You. Sir, would you like red or white wine? Surge. I'll have surge. surge. I will have, do you have an 83? I'll have it in the 83. With the gla- different glasses I had, if you didn't know me and you looked at me, you would think that girl is a total stoner. Yeah. Well, the one pair of glasses that I saw you in looked like um, you could have been in the Dahmer family. <laughs> yeah, <those laughs> they were two. like clear, but with a brown tint yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, those two. What picture was that? Um, I think it's the Napoleon Dynamite one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. Some bad is... glasses. It's over scary. The I have always worn basically what I'm wearing now. But when I was a teenager, I would go through phases of like one accessory that was doing nothing, like like a choker or those just metal beads, or oh, like yeah. light blue Gross. shaded John Lennon glasses. Yeah. Did you wear a thumb ring? Hmm. Did you get it at Hot Topic? Oh, I'm sure I got it at Hot <laughs> yeah. Topic. I have a Hot Topic account right now. <laughs> I've got hot cash at home, burning a hole in my pocket. Ah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Now, Val, let me ask you this: Do you like guys with long hair? I did. Back in I, the hair, we metal. just had this conversation yesterday. I oh, think. Yeah. I totally was hot for a drummer 
who had hair down his rear end. <laughs> I mean, it was glorious. <laughs> hair down it to was, his butt. Was it, it looked curly? like it looked like no. It was like Cher. It was black and it was oh, long wow. and shiny and straight. It was beautiful. That, I, see, that's too long. Down to your butt. He's a rock star. You just get in of. close and just choke on Aquanet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like. Can you imagine? Like, your guy can't have longer hair than you. Oh, he did. He wasn't my guy, but if he was, he would have I know, but I'm just saying, like, that's... longer hair than me. That's ridiculous. How long does it take that guy to shampoo? I don't know. And does he need help? (laughs) He probably had help. He's a rock star. Probably did. Uh, Led Zeppelin's 1976 live album, The Song Remains the Same, is set to be reissued with remastering supervised by Jimmy Page. The super deluxe box set, CD, vinyl, and digital versions, plus the full album's debut release in high-res surround sound on Blu-ray, will be available on September 7th. The Song Remains the Same is the soundtrack to the legendary concert film of the same name, recorded over two nights in July of 1973 at Madison Square Garden. Johnny Depp setting the record straight on his spending and other questionable behaviors. His ex-managers claim he spends more than 30 grand a month on wine, but Johnny says that's not true. In an interview with Rolling Stone, uh, that fast company calls, quote, morbid and mind-boggling. Depp says, it's insulting to say I spent 30 grand on wine because it was far more. (laughs) The actor is suing the management group, claiming they failed to pay his taxes on time. In turn, they sued Johnny Depp, saying his compulsive spending was his undoing. TMG alleges alleges that Depp spent 200 grand a month on private planes, 150 grand a month on security, 300,000 a month on a 40-person staff, as well as 18 million on a yacht and 3 million to shoot Hunter S. Thompson's ashes out of a cannon. (laughs) Johnny Depp, again, claiming that number is incorrect. He said it was uh, not 3 million to shoot Hunter into the sky. It was 5 million. Yeah, because they had to build that huge, like, fist. They had to build this huge structure to do that. Mm -hmm. In total, he's estimated to have spent $2 million per month Though he's made $650 million throughout his career, Depp claims, quote, almost all of it is gone. My son had to hear about how his old man lost all his money from kids at school. That's not right. End quote. Two mil a month. So whenever you're thinking, why is there another Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> movie? Here's your answer. (laughs) Forecast today, showers and thunderstorms, possible temperatures in the low 70s. It's 65 at DVE. Mike Pursuit is up next with sports. It's a DVE morning show. Difference. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports, brought to you this hour by BobbyRayHall.com. The Pirates have now played the Diamondbacks four times this season. They have allowed an average of 8.75 runs per game in those four games, and not surprisingly, they've lost three of the four after last night's 9-3 to pummeling at PNC Park. Uh, Austin Meadows went 3-for-4, and uh, his batting average stands at 340, but that would be the extent of the good news for the Pirates. Chad Cool had a tough outing, and then some two innings, eight hits, eight runs, all of them earned. One walk and two Ks. Cool falls to five and five. His ERA is at four point five six. In defense of the Pirates, though, Mike, it was pummel night, so <laughs> they were on brand. Twenty thousand five hundred and fifty-four. You're announced crowd for pummel night. 
Bucks. It's a good crowd. Buck, yeah, it was. It was a very good crowd. Well, by without Pirate. Andrew McCutcheon in town, that's a pretty good crowd. By Pirate standards, yeah. That that appeared to be uh, an opportunity to win some people back. Oops. <laughs> game two of the four-game series against Arizona is tonight at 7.05. Patrick Corbin against Yvonne Nova. Uh, 4.05 p.m., the scheduled start time for Saturday's matchup between Joe Musgrove and Zach Greinke. And then uh, the series concludes on Sunday, 1.35 p.m., Clay Buckholtz against Trevor Williams. The Pirates are back to two games under five hundred at 36-38. and 38. They are eight games behind the Brewers in the NL Central Division. The Pirates not the only team, of course, in Major League Baseball that has issues. Uh, all the teams, it seems, do, and uh, a lot of the players do, particularly... Giants closer Hunter Strickland. Uh, you'll recall this week we told the tale of woe. Strickland blowing a save against Miami and then punching a door and breaking his hand. Oops. He's out six to eight weeks. Uh, he has since apologized to his team and to the fans and said that he's going to consider management counseling. Uh, it might be a good time for that. Uh, Strickland's resume includes... Uh, drawing with Royals catcher Salvador Perez during Game 2 of the 2014 World Series and throwing at Washington Nationals outfielder Bryce Harper last season. That was three seasons after Bryce Harper had homered off Strickland in the 2014 NLDS. Took him a while. I kind of respect that, actually. You hold a grudge for three years? <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember three years ago? <laughs> Said Strickland, quote, I think that obviously my anger in these moments have gotten the best of me and caused stupid decisions. Stupid decisions. So I don't think I should be this angry person. Anger management. It's the way to go. Who was, what was the Pirates pitcher? Oliver Perez. Didn't he go on the DL after kicking a laundry cart? Yeah. Is that with the Pirates or somebody else? He's still pitching for somebody. Get out. Yeah. Really? They must have softened the laundry carts. Maybe. <laughs> or it's just, you know... Yeah. There's not enough lefties, right? Yeah, that's true. It's good to be a lefty. The uh, NHL entry draft uh, will be conducted tonight and Saturday in Dallas. The first round is tonight. Rounds two through seven will take place tomorrow. The Penguins don't have a first-round pick, at least not yet. They've got uh, six selections, beginning with the 53rd overall pick. That's in the second round. This year's first-rounder, 22nd overall, wound up going to Ottawa on February the 23rd in the three-team transaction that landed uh, the Penguins the services of Derek Brassard. The schedule uh, is also out in its entirety after the reveal of everybody's home opener a couple of days ago. The Penguins will start with three straight home games. They've also got the uh, much-anticipated Wednesday night prior to Thanksgiving home game. This year it's Dallas on Wednesday, November the 21st. Uh, just 11 back-to-back games on the Penn schedule after having endured they after they had to endure 19 of those last season. And uh, That's good news. A little step into the way-back machine. The Penguins are going to play uh, at the Islanders on Monday, December the 10th, and that game will be at the former Nassau Coliseum. The Islanders are going to play 20 of their home games in their former home. They uh, have played the last three seasons at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, but uh, it is not a popular venue for the fans. It's not a great hockey venue either. No. A lot of obstructed view seats. They're in the process of uh, 
building a new arena that's going to be at Belmont Park. That's scheduled to open in uh, 2021. Are they knocking down Nassau? Like, what what are they doing with that facility? I don't know. They they refurbished it, and uh, if I'm remembering correctly, they lost a lot of seats in the refurbish. So I don't think it's a a pro venue, at least a major league type right, venue right, anymore. Right. But it, there's a lot of parking there. There's a hotel right there. Uh, from what I remember, the access is pretty good, so it seems like you ought to be able to do something with it. Uh, but the, a lot of history in that building. I always used to For like. Sure. I always used to like going there, even when I was covering uh, bad Penguins teams against bad Islanders teams. Is that when? Is that when the uh, the crazy melee that happened where Mario ended up writing a letter to the league? I think that's where that was. Is that where the meltdown happened? Yeah, it was against the Islanders. And people were like, it was like a t- Staggy, like Staggy said, people were trying to fight him in the booth, like turning around screaming at him. Good thing that didn't happen. NHL also announced uh, yesterday, along with the Players Association, that the salary cap will be $79.5 million this season. Uh, Barry Trotz has been announced as the new coach of the Islanders. He gets a reported five-year deal worth a reported $4 million. That's a lot more than the Capitals were willing to pay Barry Trotz after he won them the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's a big deal. A victory uh, achieved for a franchise that a lot of people thought would never achieve such a thing. Trotz, to me, always kind of looked like Staggy if Staggy ran like a 5K and then ate whatever he wanted for a year. Ah, my fitness regimen. <laughs> Get a 5K in every now and then, Taco Bell the rest of the time. College basketball news. <laughs> uh, the University of Connecticut has released documents detailing alleged NCAA violations committed by former coach Kevin Ollie. Uh, that's significant because Connecticut fired Ollie with cause in March. Among the infractions, the heinous crimes, the absurd violations of NCAA policy announced by the University of Connecticut include Ollie arranging a phone call between a potential recruit and retired NBA and former UConn star Ray Allen, who is now considered a booster by the NCAA. My God, he set up a phone call. Oh, wow. Uh, Life in prison. Ollie is also accused of uh, shooting baskets with another recruit on an unofficial visit. That's a felony, right? Seems to me there's more stuff to worry about. NCAA may be just it does. a little too anal when it comes to the recruiting. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston is reportedly facing a three-game suspension to begin the 2018 season. Multiple reports say the NFL will suspend Winston in the wake of an alleged incident with an Uber driver in Scottsdale, Arizona in March of 2016. And Did that seem like a severe penalty to you? Like, is Uber a major sponsor of the NFL or something? I, I didn't get that. Uh, it's it, it falls under the conduct unbecoming. He is accused of uh, an unwanted sexual advance, I guess you could call it. Okay. But that's not new in the NFL. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this seems like a severe penalty. I mean, Ray Rice knocked his wife out and got two games. Well, I mean... Ben got four games for what? Accusations? Yeah. You know, that uh, that conduct becoming, I guess, can be... Uh, conduct unbecoming can be interpreted how you... It's just so want inconsistent. To inter- yeah. Uh, also, uh, referee Terry McCauley has retired. 
He had become the first NFL referee to work three Super Bowls with less than five years of experience. He worked Super Bowls 39, 43, and 47. People around here no doubt remember Super Bowl 43. Stillers 27, Cardinals 23. What a game. That is your DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit. Thanks, Mike. Coming up at the top of the hour, Tommy Lee's beef with his son continues. It's a DVE morning show. I have always worn basically what I'm wearing now. But when I was a teenager, I would go through phases of like one accessory that was doing nothing. Like like a choker of those just metal beads. Or oh, like yeah. light blue those. shaded John Lennon glasses. Yeah. Did you wear a thumb ring? Hmm. Did you get it at Hot Topic? Oh, I'm sure I got it at Hot <laughs> Topic. I have a Hot Topic account right now. <laughs> I've got hot cash at home burning a hole in my pocket. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's 5 after 9 at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. Center 11. It's 66 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by the new PPG Science Pavilion at Carnegie Science Center, built to inspire. Today is National Kissing Day. And a relationship expert, Marla Mattinson, says studies show kissing boosts happiness. She's uh, based in L.A. and says studies show that kissing triggers the release of oxytocin and serotonin. She says it is important for people in long-term committed relationships to remember that. She says if you can get in a couple of good kisses a day, you'll help calm your partner's system and trigger the release of those happiness hormones. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget about that. So smooch. Long-term relationship. Kissing's all gone. Yep. Uh, Your partner, though, not just, you know. (laughs) Random people. Just a friend. Yeah. Certainly not a coworker. No, it has to be consensual. Uh, And today, National Onion Ring Day, which you might want to celebrate after you kiss your your significant other. Definitely not right before. (laughs) Right. Immediately before. And it's Take Your Dog to Work Day, which for 20 years has been celebrated on the Friday after Father's Day. A study in 2012 found that employees who bring their dogs to work were less stressed than employees who did not bring their dogs to work. I still think we should get a therapy dog for the studio. Oh my God, yes. Just a nice dog, you know, in the breaks to go over and pet. Lol, yeah. Especially after your news breaks, you know, <laughs> yeah. after you tell us the news of the world. They are sometimes distressing. I need something to pet. Disney is testing a concept that would charge visitors by the hour to enjoy the park. California Adventure's highly anticipated Pixar Pier is opening a day early today for dedicated fans who pay 299 bucks, about 50 bucks an hour to get in. The Wall Street Journal reports the sneak peek party is to see if people would pay a premium to avoid the crowds. Sure, For people will. sure. People definitely will. This comes as Disneyland makes major changes to its annual passes and ticket prices all ahead of next year's opening of Star Wars Land. There's one way to do Disney that I would love to be able to do it, and it's so expensive. You can get basically a private guide, like a concierge that just takes you around the park to all the rides like you can make a list like i want to ride this 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 and then they set up your day for you you cut the line oh yeah you go right to the front of the line that on everything nice. and it's it's so expensive though mm-hmm. but that would be awesome because you could you could pretty much do all the parks in a day oh yeah my big uh, uh disney hack is um don't have children. Yeah. <laughs> I've been That's there. That's a good one. 
Uh, I don't have any Underrated, children. for sure. I've gone, and uh, it becomes much easier. Like, yes. Oh, don't have to go to the bathroom? I can drink? Single rider lines? Don't have to waste time <laughs> Unencumbered. buying dumb- Yeah. Yeah, that really saves a lot of time. Yeah, because I don't know if you know this about kids, Sean, but they're not patient. No, like doesn't at all. appear to be. So when there's a line that's 70 minutes long, they don't do well. And you went when the weather was cooler, right? Not mm-hmm. in the middle of the sun. I can't imagine going there to Florida. Oh, my, my when niece it's and nephew 90. are there right oh, now. God. They said it was 95. Oh, no. I mean, there's the water rides, but good luck on those. That's going to be 120 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go down this fall in October for the second year in a row. And that's really nice. Where it's, no, it's still, kids it, are back to school. Kids are back to school. It's starting to warm up, uh, starting to cool off, but it's still warmer than it is here. Uh, and I can do Disney World as God intended, you know, drunk and lonely. <laughs> so wait, do you, do you do Epcot? Like when you're saying drunk, like do you go there or you can drink at all the parks? I think you could drink at all the parks. I, uh, I actually Universal is my main one. Yeah, and so we're going back for the Halloween Horror Nights. But that's not Disney, no. right? That's no. outside of the the Disney World. Yes, that is a, a separate ticket. Have you ever been to Animal Kingdom? I have not, because they have a new like Avatar ride that I heard is pretty amazing. Mm. Can you eat the animals? Can, mm, I'll have no. that one. Uh-uh. <gasps> Well, we've all got different (laughs) levels of intelligence, and through the years, researchers have been able to figure out some random things or traits that people with high IQs have in common. Seems smart people tend to have messy desks. They swear a lot, and they drink wine. I'm checking Uh, two or three. I I think I got all three of those. Uh, They're also a little anxious and admit that they experimented with drugs when they were younger and lastly, they tend to be blonde. Val. Val, did you dig this story up ding, just ding, so you ding. could give yourself I'm some a genius. self-validation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm blonde this week anyway. Uh, how is this for unfortunate luck? Shimon West dropped into Shannon's restaurant in Pine Bluff, Arkansas on Tuesday. And when the bill came, he gave waitress Flora Lunsford a card, a credit card, which she immediately recognized as one that had been stolen from her the day before. <laughs> Surveillance surveillance video from a gas station shows Lunsford pulling up to the pump, then going inside. While she's gone, West opens her car door and steals her purse, her driver's license, credit cards, uh, then gets back into his car and takes off. The police report says, as a side note, the driver's license, as all do, had her picture on it, which you would think he would have known what she looked like, would but I guess he probably didn't care much about the driver's license. Just been stealing so many different cards. (laughs) There are a lot of car lovers out there, and then there's this sicko who really loves cars. Police in Newton, Kansas, responded to a 911 call about a suspicious man underneath a parked car. When they arrived, they found 23-year-old Ryan Malik attempting to change the oil really love the car (laughs) oh particularly the tailpipe whoa which i hope it hadn't just been running right police say hot (laughs) police say uh he appeared to be intoxicated and a sobriety test found his blood alcohol level to be four times the legal limit i'm I'm just impressed he can do anything yeah yeah get under the car he was arrested and transported to a local hospital for treatment he faces charges of lewd and lascivious behavior and the latest salvo in the battle between tommy lee and his son brandon is about rehab 
The Motley Crue drummer tweeted about paying 130 grand for Brandon's rehab on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, Brandon took to Instagram and wrote, I thank my dad for paying for my treatment. It's the best thing he's ever done for me. Today, I'm almost two years sober. Every day that goes by, I feel ever more grateful. My clear mind has allowed me to do a lot with this time, so much so that I would like to offer to pay for his treatment. (laughs) And if he doesn't take me up on it, I'll knock him out again. (laughs) Tommy Lee has been silent so far in this offer. And uh, for fans of the Netflix show Ozark... They have announced the date of the season two premiere. It's going to be August 31st. Nice. Which I'll have to set my calendar for that. Yeah, me and you were on that show and nobody else. Did you watch it, Sean? I was a fan. I heard it was great. Yeah. Didn't see it. It was. But uh, this is the thing that's bothering me now with these shows is we got into it. We watched the whole season. I completely forgot about the show. I know. Me too. It's so long between seasons. Uh, Fortunately, now that they've announced the date, there's enough time to go back and watch the first season again. Like I watched the, we're watching the second season of Westworld and I've been confused the whole time. (laughs) Oh, that's the normal feeling with Westworld. I, I, I just accept it. Like, I'm sure there are some people watching who know what's going on i'm just kind of there for the western action and robots yeah like i i you know the plot is kind of secondary i'm always like wait is this happening now or is this happening a long time ago or is this happening in the future is this not happening is this a fever dream <laughs> of a robot okay it's your fever dream there is no show westworld oh god yeah yeah i don't understand the show at all westworld? not one uh, the last time i saw all the robots were killing people yeah, they do that. They were revolting, mm-hmm. or I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, yeah they stink. They become ice. self-aware, which is always <laughs> a dangerous thing with the robots. Yeah, you don't when want they them. start to realize too, themselves. Too bad more people weren't self-aware. That's why <laughs> when whenever you hear they're making sex robots and they're having them have their own thoughts. Oh yeah, that that's not going to end well. Could be risky. Well, that's yeah. the that's the thing is you know people are noting. Uh, this is the show where we're rooting against humanity, right? And it is. I think that has a lot to do with when the show's coming out. Right now, yeah. the cold logic of a robot mind seems appealing to us. You know what? Fine. Let's yeah. just have the robots rule. They'll be better. We're better off serving because, listen, for a while. If people have sex robots, think about it. You're keeping it out in the shed. So you're putting it in a place that it can it has access to a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. You open the door and there's just your sex robot has a chainsaw. <laughs> Showers and thunderstorms possible today. Temperature's only going to be in the low 70s. It's 66 now at DVE. Uh, let's send it up to the Point Park University stage at the Permanis DVE Coffee House. Joining us this morning, Stone Cold Killer. Good morning, guys. How are you? Morning. We're doing good. Awesome. Nate, Curtis, Kyle, Mikey, and Pat are Stone Cold Killer. And uh, what are you guys going to be playing for us this morning? Uh, we're going to be playing the first track on our debut full-length album. It's called Hell to Pay. Cool. And when does the CD come out? Um, or is it out? You can, you can uh, listen to it now on Spotify and Bandcamp. You can download it on iTunes. Pretty much anywhere on the, in- the internet you can get it. Sweet. And, Very. Uh, we're having the release of Ganza tomorrow nice. night in- <laughs> A cativo. Very cool. Uh, so listen up. This is Stone Cold Killer in the DVE Coffee House.
DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports. Still scoreless between Brazil and Costa Rica. Can't get one past those plucky Costa Ricans. From the seventy-second minute, no score. Oh, here Wait, here's Brazil's a chance. Got a break? Oh no! I mean, they just—they've had 10, 12 chances in this game. I've not seen much of this, but uh, normally I'm into the World Cup, mm-hmm. and uh, Sean came up with the bright idea of changing the station about an hour ago and actually putting the game on, and it's fun. That's it's awesome. I, I like I like the Croatian squad. I can't tell you much about them, but I like them. Uh, and interesting to see Mexico with the big win uh, over Germany. Let's see where they where they go from here. Neymar with a near miss there. Yeah, it was close. If something happens, I'll yell goal really loud, slightly off mic. It's got to be more Please entertaining do. than the uh, Pirate game last I'm night. I'm sure it is. Which ended 9-3 uh, to three in favor of Arizona. Chad Cool got to start, but he didn't last long. Two innings, and he allowed eight hits, eight runs. All of them earned one walk and two Ks. Cool falls to five and five as ERA balloons to four point five six, and the Pirates fall to thirty six and thirty eight on the season. They're eight games behind the NL Central, leading Milwaukee Brewers going into Game Two against the Diamondbacks tonight. Patrick Corbin for the visitors. He's six and three with a three point four eight ERA against Ivan Nova. Four and five, four point four two for the Buccos. Twenty thousand five hundred fifty four in attendance last night. Uh, a relative crowd for the Pirates. For sure. But unable to take advantage of it. Three more with Arizona this weekend starting tonight. The NHL's entry draft will begin tonight in Dallas. The first round will be conducted tonight and then rounds two through seven on Saturday. The Penguins, uh, as we speak, don't pick until the second round, 53rd overall. That's the first of their six selections. They gave up this year's first rounder in the transaction in February, the three-team deal that landed the Penguins' Derek Broussard. The Buffalo Sabres are up first. They'll be followed by Carolina, Montreal, Ottawa, and Arizona. The NHL also uh, announced everybody's schedule yesterday, breaking down uh, the Penguins' 2018-2019 slate. There are some... uh, Notable games, as there always are. Uh, Mark your calendars for Saturday, February the 23rd. That's when the Pens will visit the Flyers in Philadelphia and play outdoors at Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, boy. For some reason, uh, that's got my attention. Yeah. I will not be making that trip. I've been to a couple outdoor games already and uh, decided that I had seen enough of them. But uh, I'm starting to rethink that. Why, Why is the NHL doing this? I mean, they they just... They like the idea, Hoof. I mean, those two fan bases, it's it's just... It's going to be a bloodbath in the stands. Will it be more fun because it's an outdoor game? Will it be more civil? Will it be I think it'll be the opposite of more civil. You think it'll be worse? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's a lot of time to be drinking whiskey in the parking lot. Freezing your arse off. Because and- now you get the Philly fanatics... I you know w- you get the or you get the uh you know you get the Eagles jagoffs probably be some Eagles jagoffs I've witnessed a lot of bad behavior in that parking lot for professional wrestling events and that is 17,000 people with no rooting interest now multiply that by 4 and add a bitter rivalry See I think I'm jaded because my most <laughs> recent 
Lincoln Financial Field experience was last year's Army-Navy game. Which was amazing. And that is, if you've never been, put it on your bucket list. They call that America's game. And, it's, and wasn't it like a snow fest? Yes. Like it snowed like yeah. crazy. It was yeah. a snow globe. And, you know, Army-Navy's as intense a rivalry as there is, but since everybody is either in the Army or Navy or had been for the most part. Mutual respect. Yes. And it does, it's just, I, I had a tremendous time. Okay, so take that rivalry and then subtract the respect. Yeah. Yeah. I might regret it, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you, if you'll my go My inclination now is I'm going to get there somehow and attend that game. You'll go neutral. You're not going to be flagged up in Penn's gear because no. you're not a fan. No. So I could understand the appeal from your perspective. But if I roll in there with my Kessel jersey, I feel like I'm going to be uh, getting hot dogs sh- shot at me. Point blank range. I <laughs> think your uh, Kessel jersey will still be in, in style in February if it's a Penguins Kessel jersey. I hope, but you know, if it ha- if it isn't, it, I'll raise it to the rafters. I'll retire it. Some other stuff on the schedule that uh, most people will probably find attention getting uh, a home game the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. The Dallas Stars are in town on Wednesday. The 21st, uh, Columbus visits the PPG Paints Arena. Saturday, November the 24th, and Thursday, March 7th. The Islanders and their new coach, Barry Trotz. Tuesday, October the 30th, and Thursday, December 6th. The Rangers, Sunday, February 17th, and Saturday, April 6th. The home games against Philly are Saturday, December 1st, and Sunday, March 17th. Might be some St. Patrick's uh, festivities going on in advance of that. Mm -hmm. That could be a three or four day drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Washington kicks things off with uh, a visit for the Penn's home opener on October the 4th. Caps will be back on March the 12th. Penguins trying to figure some stuff out after not winning the Stanley Cup for the first time in three years this season. But other NHL teams are far worse off than the Pens. It's important to maintain that perspective. As an example, I give you the aforementioned Ottawa Senators who are picking uh, second in the draft for a reason. Uh, Things went poorly in Ottawa last year. Uh, So poorly that former captain Daniel Alfredson has called for owner Eugene Melnick to sell the team. Alfredson voicing uh, the concerns of a lot of the Senators fans who want Melnick out. Assistant General Manager Randy Lee is suspended pending his court date on a harassment charge. 20-goal scorer Mike Hoffman has been traded amid an off-ice dispute with Captain Eric Carlson. What's uh, going on up there? uh, Whose uh, wife, Melinda Carlson, has filed an order of protection alleging harassment and cyberbullying against Hoffman's fiance. It's uh, Cut her loose. A lot to deal with. General Manager Pierre Dorian said, quote, trading Mike Hoffman was something that we needed to do. Our dressing room was broken. We have to have a dressing room that wants to win together. Key components for us moving forward are character, leadership, and accountability. They're a mess. This has all happened to a team that you might remember was a goal away from going to the Stanley Cup final last year. Penguins beat the... That series scared the hell out of me. They they got extended to double overtime in Game 7 before winning the second of back-to-back Stanley Cups. Chris Kunitz with the goal against Ottawa. This year, says Dorian, quote, we finished in 30th place. There is great room for improvement. <laughs> you think? Always look on the bright side of life up there in Canada. 
Dang. You guys, seriously, you guys all don't want to go to that Philly game in February? No, I do not. Not, not at all. The last no. outdoor game that we went to, or I went to, was in Chicago. It was 14 degrees at oh, game yeah. time. I remember you, like, you that's telling. Weren't, the we last all, that's weren't we all going to go and then we all backed out or something? Uh, I don't remember. Or we talked about it and then you made actual plans because you're thoughtful and she trusted good us. Good about that. <laughs> <laughs> And then barely, we didn't go. Hey, you effed up. You trusted us. I barely want to go to an April Pirate game. It's going to be chilly. Right. Yeah. This, it's going to be cold, and there's going to be fisticuffs everywhere. Sounds good. Or not. I'm going to sit that, that one out. Yeah, I'll talk you into it. <laughs> when we come back, uh, well, actually, you know what? I got to remind people, Southside Summer Open. We haven't talked about that this morning. Uh, it is back. 12th annual. It's hard to believe we've been doing this this long. This is so much fun. We invade, uh, going to invade really the is. south side this year on August 11th. It starts at 11 a.m. $125 per foursome, and you get a commemorative t-shirt, and your your team will be helping out class, which is community living and support services. Southside Summer Open balls out on Carson with Bud Light and DVE. The bars participating this year include Bar 11, 12 Whiskey Barbecue, uh, Trixie's Bar and Game Room, Carson City Saloon, The Flats on Carson, Pre-Game, Mario's Local Bar and Kitchen, Sky Bar, Casey's, Steel Cactus, Primanti's, Tiki Lounge, Chip Kids Cafe 2, Archie's Double Wide Grill and Excuses. What's the date on that again? It is August 18th, and it always sells out pretty quickly. Uh, you got to be 21 or older to participate because it's a bar event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do the after party at Steel Cactus and the Lava Game gonna play the uh post party those are my guys i haven't if, made if, 18 holes in this yet i was gonna say no. if, if you make it that far no i we always try to split up and sort of divide and conquer so we're all out like oh okay i'll take this this chunk of bars i'll take that chunk of bars but i always get part of the fun of it is you don't have it's not there are no requirements yeah nobody's forcing you to right. do all 18 you do holes. what you see fit to do to have the best time possible and if you want to stay at one bar for a couple hours if uh, you get to Permanis and you want to have a couple sandwiches and do some shots, and hang out. You for can a while. do that. Here's the one thing I learned too: is like you, obviously you have to pace yourself. You can't just like <laughs> what <laughs> I right. learned. Important safety tip after my first year was that you don't have to finish every beer at every bar. And like the, the pace thing is a really valid point because if you've never done it before, those first couple holes <laughs> you get blown out. Get out of hand. Yeah can end up being a bigger disaster than Phil Mickelson at the U.S. Open. But the good news is is that that putter uh, is also a crutch. So when you're walking down <laughs> Carson, you can barely walk. You got help. I love to see the team themes. Yeah, like, me Like, not too. everybody is a team theme, but a lot but of people do it. But the ones that do it up, yeah, they have it's, fun. they're impressive. I saw a guy, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, made his putter. Like, it was just out of random things he found in his garage or something. It was great. Really? Yeah. So it's a good time. Make sure you get your team registered before yeah, it sells su- out. such a good day. Benefits, class, community, living, and support services. Sign up now at dve.com. When we come back, we'll hear one more from our coffeehouse band this morning. Stone Cold Killer. It's the DVE Morning Show. It's the DVE Morning Show. That makes me want to go see the Mr. Rogers yeah, documentary does. even more. Did you see it, Sean? I did. Sean, it's, aren't you supposed to be did doing it make something? You cry? Oh, I'm sorry. Go! 
I can actually do Who's, that in 45 seconds. I've timed it before. What is this? This is Brazil and yeah. who? Brazil in the 91st minute. Costa Rica. Banging oh. one in an extra time. Very nice. Uh, uh, the Mr. I, Rogers movie is great. Uh, it, it's it's touching, <laughs> moving. Uh, I don't know anyone who didn't get at least choked up. A little misty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm afraid I'm just going to outright ball in the theater, so I might it's, wait. There's a lot of that going Set! around. <laughs> <laughs> Watching this makes me want to wear the coat Melania had on yesterday. <laughs> right through the five hole. Okay, let's get to the coffee house. I don't house. really care, do you? Uh, the Point Park <laughs> University stage in the Permanis DVE coffee house. Stone Cold Killer joining us this morning. That first song you guys played rocked. Thank you very much. So we, w- we want to hear another one. All right. What are, you, what are you going to play? Uh, this next song is called Steeplechase Blues. And is this also off your new CD? Yes, it is. Very good. Here's Stone Cold Killer on the DVE Morning Show.
Miller and the Point Park University stage yeah. in the Permanis DVE Coffee House. Tell people where they can see you. Well, they can come to Cativa tomorrow night. Show starts at 9 o'clock. Got a couple of great bands opening up for us. Some kind of animal and Horace Mays. And uh, Very we'll be good. at Rock for Vets on the 7th of July. That's at the uh, stage at Karma down the south side. And then they can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SCK Pittsburgh and uh, Facebook. Give us a like on Facebook and uh, Spotify and our Bandcamp page, which is bandcamp.stonecoldkiller.com. Very good. Name of the new CD is Behind Bars. Uh, Thanks for joining us this morning. Stone Cold Killer. Check those guys out and go see them live. Good rock talk. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Way to play along. Thanks, guys. Uh, A week from today. One week. Comedy Fest. How many? How many is this? Dear Lord, we've done. I don't. Know. I don't. This is either our sixth or seventh. I think it's the seventh. I could be wrong, but anyway, uh, the Friday shows sold out. Main stage at the Biome with you, Bill Crawford. Uh, Bert, yes, me, Bert, Bill Crawford. <laughs> Bert Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scoville, Brad Williams. And then Monster Sean, the, the after show, the loaded show sold out too. I'll be hosting the sold out loaded stage at Arcade Comedy Theater, 11 of your Pittsburgh area favorites, and who knows what else. You never know. Some craziness will ensue. So those shows are sold out, but the yes. Saturday podcast, there are uh, a few tickets available. These uh, podcasts, the live, going to be at the Rex on the south side. Doug Benson, Doug Loves Movies, his podcast going to be at 420. Uh, doors open at 3 o'clock. And then Burt Kreischer's Burtcast Live, that's going to be Saturday night. 9 o'clock, doors will open at 8 o'clock for that. So I would recommend you just get a hotel room downtown, spend the weekend. Mm-hmm. Make what a, a weekend. Yeah, make a whole weekend out of it. You can get your tickets for both those events on our website, dbe.com. I might do that. Because <laughs> honestly... <laughs> Like, I'm going to be at all the shows. Yeah. Hanging. Might just be a good idea. I'm going to need, like, or get a, a lot of time to recover from laughing and drinking. Driver service, too. Yep. Uh, thank you, Sean Collier, uh, for your movie reviews. Do you have anything going on before next Friday? Not before next Friday. I do theater now, though. Hey, hey. Uh, do, do you enjoy immersive theater? Uh, trust me, you do. Just like Vigilance Theater Group on Facebook. Do me that favor today. Head to Facebook, type in Vigilance Theater Group. That's uh, I run that with some awesome people. Give us a like. Very cool. And uh, thanks as well to Stone Cold Killer. Check those guys out tomorrow night at Cativo. Anybody were, got anything? They were outstanding. They were good. Mm-hmm. Two nothing uh, Brazil. Uh, I don't really care, do you? Nobody cares, huh? (laughs) No, I want to remind people to go see Adam Ferrara uh, down at the uh, Improv all weekend. He he was in here yesterday and absolutely killed us. He was so funny. You're not in a good mood. He can rescue you. There it is. (laughs) It's a shame you weren't here yesterday, Mike. It is. Because I know you're what a Did you badger him before you left? A little bit. Yeah. I just reminded him. He was here about five years ago. Why is it that long ago? Maybe I don't know. My recollection of time is hazy. But the last time he was here, he is, of course, uh, part of the great Rescue Me series. And I was badgering him with questions about the firehouses in New York. And at one point, he held up his hand and said, you realize we're not real firemen, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that broke your heart. Yeah, it broke, because the you mood. Hadn't. broke the mood a little, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be down there to see that show. I, I did a weekend with him a couple of years ago. 
hilarious. Yeah, really, great, really great work. funny, and he's just a pro. I All believe right. our friend Colin Chamberlain on those shows as well. Oh, nice. That yeah. is it for this morning. Uh, Michelle Michaels up next with the Electric Lunch at noon here on DVE. I'm finished. You stay classy, Pittsburgh. Don't touch your face. I got him tight, Pittsburgh, all day, baby. For now, you guys call me Ronald. Would you not eat my pants? Ronald. Ah! Mm-hmm.